Hey everybody, welcome to the Flow State Visuals Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Keeney. On this week's podcast, I sit down with Wesley Russell. He's a landscape photographer out of Lincoln County, Kentucky. If you want to check out his work before you get into the podcast, you can find that at Westworks Media on Instagram. Let's get into it. Russell, how's what's it up? going, man? What's up? What's up? <laughs> um, so we actually met on uh, through Instagram. Um, you had, I think that, I think it was that when, whenever I first messaged, or I can't remember if it was me or you first. But anyway, you took a photo at a pretty popular little spot here locally. Yeah. You know, locally, it's not popular on the national level, I don't think. But it's it's probably I think the, it's, it's getting there. It's the best <laughs> waterfall. It is absolutely the best waterfall in Kentucky to see in person. Yeah. Um, and you taking a photo and. I was like, man, this is the best photo I've seen of this place. And then I realized that you had not really been shooting that long. And I was just, I think I was just jealous. Uh, I think it's, <laughs> I, I literally think it's my seventh picture. <laughs> that is insane. On my Instagram. That is I insane. think it's the seventh picture that I ever took. <laughs> and I know I said I was going to put my phone on airplane mode, but I'll, yeah. I'll actually go look. Yeah, yeah, see what Because I've that never is. actually thought about it. Like, I know it's one of my first pictures. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. Okay, so one. Okay, so it is. It is in the first fifteen pictures that you ever took. that I ever took. And it is. It is. I think it's the the second picture, the third picture I've ever taken with an like a real camera, like not a entry level three hundred dollar. Yeah. Like yeah, it's the first time that, that you actually had a, a decent camera to actually capture everything. Yeah. And, and I remember I, whenever I saw it, I I had saw that you had started doing some stuff, and you'd been doing some some other work with cameras before you actually took that, right? You were, yeah, like uh, you've been working with a, uh, yeah, Jaywalk Productions and yeah. Somerset and all that stuff. But I think let me put my phone back on airplane mode so okay. it's not <laughs> destroying the podcast. But uh, like my personal Instagram was full of just iPhone shots, yeah. but it's just like iPhone five shots and things like that, which is weird because I do upload some iPhone shots from like oh, past on my photography. Hey, if they're good, they're and good. And a lot of people can't, you can't pixel peep on Instagram because it just compresses it so much. Yeah, even even if you have the best camera ever. I mean, mine get, I, I get people, like I hand them my phone, like check out this photo and then they, yeah. they immediately like put their thumbs on it and start squeezing it in. I'm like, it's not going to, don't Yeah, or my peep. favorite, it's just like they zoom in to literally 10,000 percent. They're just like, why is this pixelated? I'm yeah. like, yeah. you're zooming in on something four miles away in the picture. But no, it was like yeah. my, it was one of the first shots uh with with my new camera, my I only had my old camera for like two weeks, and I was like, okay, I need to, I need to actually yeah. get in a like a not just an entry level, yeah, um, camera and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, just iPhone stuff is normally what I had been doing until that, and I didn't even realize what I got with that picture. Like I just was like, oh, it's a cool picture. This is a cool. This would be a neat picture. But I was so new, yeah, that once I once I got it into my laptop and started editing it and stuff like that. And like, as I was editing it, like I kind of realized like, this is a, yeah, this is a cool I shot. I told you the first time, whenever I found out it was, that was one of your, I was like, dude, you're yeah. going to be chasing that shot for a long time. I think your I exact words <laughs> were, 
it's going to really suck because that was like one of your first shots. It's going to be really hard to beat that from now on. Yeah, it and really it, will. It, it really will be. I mean, just, that's, uh, everyone who knows me knows me as the double waterfall guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's just yeah. a, no, and I, I mean, I, I didn't mean to be pessimistic about it. I just, I knew. It's true. I, I knew whenever you took it, like whenever I first saw it, and then you were like, oh, yeah, I've only been doing this for like five weeks, four or five weeks. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. that's not even, I can't even imagine having the, you know. But like I said, you, you, you had used a camera for helping someone else so yeah like video of, stuff you know you probably had learned some stuff from him and yeah you know so it wasn't just like you just had never heard of photography and you know. yeah mainly the thing like and i tell everybody this is like i i think everybody can be good at photography but like i think what sets people apart is stuff outside of camera like compositions and just like mm -hmm. Just kind of realizing where you're at and looking at things, yeah. and that's that's not just for wildlife stuff. That's for portraits and oh, abstract anything. stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, but uh, I think that's what was so surprising even to me is like that I even had the mindset to go get that composition. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you, you were you're probably a little bit active on Instagram too. I think that I think that helps too whenever you see stuff that people have done in the past, and you're like, oh, this is you know you, you get you understood that scale. How much scale helps because yeah. you, know, you took this photo of yourself. This, the photo is of him standing basically under or in front of, but it, you know, and it just gives the scale. It just makes it look. I mean, it is massive, so it just yeah. gives it the. It makes the waterfall. I always say cameras flatten everything. Mm -hmm. They flatten hills. Mm -hmm. They make sunsets look smaller. Mm -hmm. um, they make. I wish they made people look smaller, but they <laughs> like you can never get what your eye sees out of a camera. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I know, like, Canon says that if you get their 85 millimeter lens, it'll be just like what you look at. Like, right. they, but like, it, it's just not. Like, the colors aren't going to be the same. Um, all that, all of that stuff. But like, I, I think what it was is like, if you ever go to Pine Island Double Falls, it's like you just leave Kentucky for a second. Yeah, it does not look. It like, does not look like it. It looks like an Oregon. Like you see pictures it looks like of a it? Nor Pacific Northwest style. Yeah, because everything, even um, you know, even in the uh, even in the winter, like now when everything's dead, it's it's so down in there. Everything is green. Everything. Still, it looks like a jungle. Yeah, I, looks, I think Mike Coaches put that on like <clears> a, a picture like <clears> several <throat> weeks ago. He's like. It's December, but it still looks like a jungle down in yeah. these gorges. Yeah, and you, you can't, whenever you try to, whenever, and you know, whenever you're stomping through the, trying to dig through the rhododendrons to get down yeah. to the place you're going. I mean, it's a, it's a sketchy spot. We actually, on the very last podcast I recorded, we had a, I talked with the guy, one of the guys that went with, and we talked about how we got lost out there, and it's a, yeah. it's, it, it's sketchy. Like, it took me four tries to get there. Yeah. And I ended up finding Solomon Falls, which Mike named after Waterfall Hillbilly. Uh, yeah. Who, little plug for him he's selling shirts now so if anybody knows waterfall hillbilly <laughs> go buy a shirt but uh uh he named solomon falls after brian solomon the waterfall hillbilly that's his instagram name mm -hmm. yeah it's, he has a and super I ended dope up, page you should check it out if you like yeah uh you know waterfall photography or i mean any kind he of holds down photo. like a full-time factory job too working like a bajillion hours a week and he still is one of He's one of the busiest people. That and I've, still f somehow figures out how to like... Or he's really good at making it look like he's busy. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I think he is. Yeah. I think he does. He, it's, it seems like he is always out. I yeah. Mean, I uh, said factory job. I actually never met Brian. I just took that from an Instagram post one time because I was like, <laughs> this is this guy's full-time job. Yeah. This is what he does. This he is goes, what he does. This is what he goes and finds waterfall. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I made it to Solomon Falls, which is an insanely dangerous waterfall to come up on. Because it's like a 35-foot drop, 
and you walk up on top of the falls, not yeah. realizing you're on top of it. And I ended up there looking for Pine Island. And then if you get on a map and look at Solomon Falls of Pine Island, they're like nine miles apart. <laughs> you weren't even close. I was not even close. And I like, I like messaged the guy who, t- who like gave me the GPS coordinates. Uh, and that's how you have to get there. Like there's, there's not a trail. Yeah. Like, We're not going to tell you on the podcast how to get yeah. there. Like, good luck. Uh, that's all I can say. Cause it's, it's not easy to get to. And I would, if somebody went there, because yeah. they heard I will tell you stuff, this, yeah. the GPS coordinates have a decimal in it. Yeah. So I'll tell everybody that they have a decimal in it. And that'll yeah, for give a you a good, that'll give you a good starting point. Yeah. But no, uh, I ended up there. I get, I get on Instagram. It's like, yeah, I couldn't find it, but I found this waterfall. I don't know what this waterfall is. And the guy was like, yeah, you were really far away from Pine Island. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's like this glimpse into the Pacific Northwest or something in Central America. Like I always say, like, it looks like something... If you've ever watched Jurassic Park and they have those big panning helicopter drone shots and things of these massive waterfalls just falling, yeah. like that's what it gives you the vibe of. It just gives mm-hmm. you this like feeling that you're not in Eastern Kentucky anymore, and that's yeah. why it's so magical. And that's kind of why we were so secretive about it. Yeah. And uh, because I've asked, I asked where it was at several times, and nobody would tell me until I started taking pictures, and like yeah. people realize that I treat trails the right way. And if I get off trail, there's no trail to this. So yeah. to get there is literally off trail. There's it's no- a logging road. You park on the side of a logging road and then you just dip down in the woods. And yeah. like once people figured out that I was going to be respectful of like nature and things like mm-hmm. that, not leave trash and yeah, not, and you're not, not going to paint graffiti. On yeah. Stuff. Not carry rattle cans out That's there. That's why that and, I don't want to tell people where it is. Cause it just, as soon as you do, <clears> you're going to go, you just said that you were going to go to uh flight Lake falls this week. You'll yeah. see exactly why you don't want people there. Right. Cause it is, it's, it's awful. It's ridiculous. It's, it, and it's one of the prettiest places. Flat Lake Falls is one of my f- other favorite places in Kentucky. And you'll see exactly why. That yeah. I don't like telling people where stuff is. You just want to... Um, and I understand, like, I'm I'm a person that goes places. I understand yeah. I'm kind of part of the problem. <clears throat> I also take photos of these places. So people want to, you know, they're like, look, you saw it. Well, I want to see it. And I, mean, yeah. I get all that. I just I just choose to... And we, we talked about that, about people messaging me before we started the podcast and we can mm-hmm. get to that here in a little while, but like my thing about the composition, especially Pine Island, what I wanted to do was for people who aren't able to get out or who just don't feel comfortable getting off trail. And if you don't feel comfortable getting off trail, just don't. Yeah. Like that's one place that you actually need to be comfortable. Well, and there's not, I, people get really confused whenever they say don't go off trail because they think they act like you're in this national park and there are signs everywhere like, hey, don't, you know, if there's a sign that says don't go off trail, do, don't do it. Don't go off trail. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about, we, we uh, there was a spot at uh, Fall Creek that I was like, man, there's, I don't know if this is okay. There's no sign. Yeah. There's not like a, you know, don't, you know, because once you get down to the bottom, I mean, I've been down there a bunch and everybody goes everywhere and there's yeah. no, there's nothing up, you know, there's no rules against it there. Right. So it's a, you know, kind of because the trail just kind of ends and you're just at the bottom, the base of the falls, and it's there's not really any Designated rules there. So, out area, so I, I, I was like, I guess this is okay, but I, I mean, I was thoughtful and like, hey, yeah. I, I actually I actually looked around longer, yeah, for a sign that it took me to you know get a shot there. And the interesting thing was, is like, I remember when you went down there, and like, my first thought was like, yeah, because it was buffed out, like, you could tell where people had walked down mm-hmm. there. But the thing was, is like, just because people do that doesn't mean you're supposed to. Yeah. That's why that I was like, because then I came back out and I was like, oh, there's a sign. But then I looked at it and it doesn't say. 
It doesn't say anything about and that. And that sounds so childish. Yeah. Like, just because people do it doesn't mean you're supposed to. But that's, unfortunately, that's like, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to rattle can natural arches around here. But, yeah, there's no sign against, I mean, I understand, there, you know, there's no sign against that. But you, know, you should not, absolutely shouldn't deface things. Yeah, you know, so sure. it, it's just one of those things that, like, I know we're secretive about it, but, like, if you ever get the opportunity to go there, and um, if you want to go there, here's what I would, here's what I'd do. I'd build rapport with someone who has been there and just have them take you out there. Cause that's, but the only issue is, is like, we want people to know about Pine Island. Yeah. Because they're trying to log it. Like they're trying to destroy it right now. Uh, I don't want to put the blame on anybody, but I'm pretty sure the state is wanting to go in and log it. And if they log it, there's just not going to be the waterfalls anymore. Yeah. Um, But we also don't want everybody to go there. Because <laughs> we don't want to be defaced. We don't want, <laughs> yeah. you know, people's names graffitied on the rock walls and things like that. I almost like wish, I, I, I know that it would probably bring graffiti and some stuff there, but it, it would almost just be better if it had been made a park. That way they couldn't touch it. Yeah. It'd be nice if they, somebody, they just built a good trail to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, put signs up for rules and like, hey, yeah. you can't do this, you can't do that. Put, you know, build an overlook there. That way, you know, maybe, yeah. you know, even the places that we've got to go, maybe they off limit that. And that, I mean, I'd be fine with that if it got protected, yeah. you know, from things. But but also, I just wish they would leave. I mean, it's national forest; they should leave it alone. Yeah, it's in Daniel you would, Bay. You would think that they, because I'm pretty sure the only people who can build there, and this is just all what I think. Yeah. But like, you have to be grandfathered in. Like, you someone has to own land there mm-hmm. before they made it a national forest and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just wonder. Yeah, I do not know the rules. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm that completely was just me oblivious. Like wondering. To, to, I just, I just know my old boss lives in part of Danny Boone National Forest, and I asked him how, and he said it's just the land was in his in-laws' family. Yeah. So, but yeah, with that shot of Island Island Falls, and I say I blew up. Like I only have like 620 followers on Instagram, but like you, I've you only had my with, Instagram. You started with like a hundred whenever you posted yeah. that, right? <laughs> so like my Instagram is fresh. My Instagram is two months old, and uh, I use my own hashtags. I don't yeah. buy my hashtags. I don't buy my followers or anything like that. If I bought my followers, I would hope I'd have way more than 600 right now. <laughs> <You're not> but <laughs> all, most of it came from that shot. Uh-huh. And I I think it just worked out well. Because I mean, to be fair, it's what made me notice you. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, that's completely fair. You know, no. That's completely fair. And I think, I think what made it such a good shot is, A, people have been there like say okay this is what it looks like mm-hmm. this is how big it is this is how this is what it this is what it is like to walk up on it mm-hmm. and then people who haven't been there they're just super intrigued because mm-hmm. you know you, you see a lot of double falls you see a lot of waterfalls but it had just rained three and a half inches the night before so the waterfalls were touching they were overlapping yeah. and uh, yeah i just found yeah, you get pl- to get, if you get the right flow it's it's yeah. special and like you i've had a lot of people Whenever I'd, I'd taken a photo there and uh, or some photos there, and I, you know, I had people reach out to me about taking them out there, and I'm like, I'm just look, I got lost out there. I don't feel comfortable. With, yeah. With somebody else's life in my hands, like yeah. me taking somebody out to it, and uh, you know, and like like we had talked about, I, you know, some of the people that I ask, I'm just like, I, I don't know about taking you out to you know, because who are you going to bring out? And yeah, that, are, you know, that's you, the issue. You got to think about it's down the, the chain road. that happens because yeah, uh, they find out where it is, and then they yeah, they take their cousin Billy, who you know probably going to take a six pack of beer with him. Yeah, 
And then, like, that's fine. Take your six pack out there, but just bring it take back it, take with it, you. Take it out with you. Yeah, take bring it back with you. Uh, but you know, yeah. Like, I mean, next thing you know, people are out there building fires, staying out there. They're... And to go off, to go back to the off trail thing, about. I know we're everywhere right now, but to go back to the off trail thing where Phil was talking about, if you're not supposed to go off trail, don't go off trail. Uh, like I get this on TikTok a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm 25, I'm on TikTok, <laughs> shun me, I don't care. Block me on everything, I don't care. But I get this a lot, people just roasting me about going off trail, calling me disrespectful, calling me, you know, tell me I'm breaking the law, things like that. It is a law in Kentucky, you have to go to the bathroom so many feet off trail, so many feet away from a waterway. Yeah, you're supposed to, in Red River Gorge, you have to camp off trail. You have to go. You have to be 300 300 feet. feet. Yeah, you're supposed to be 300 feet off trail. You have to go 300 feet off trail. So, like, not only is it okay in certain instances, but it is the law. Yeah. Like, because you don't want to be camping on trail when somebody walk up on you. And then you all get in a gunfight because you think somebody's trying to rob you or something. You <laughs> right, know, what yeah. I mean? or well, something and, like and that. You don't want to. I mean, I don't want to walk around a tent. Yeah. Somebody's out because in Daniel Boone you can camp wherever you want. Yeah. I mean, pretty as long as you're not on somebody's land that's been right. grandfathered in or something. But you, you know, there's there's rules for a reason. And, and like I said, the people that are fussing, I've seen it. You know, you showed me like, man, look how many people fuss at me for being off trail. I'm like, yeah. That's not a. We're not in a national park. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're in uh, a national forest is completely different from a national park. Yeah. Like, I understand it has the word national in it, but 100% different. If I was at Yosemite or something like that, yeah. like You stay on trail. Call the cops on me. You, you don't, you know don't what cross I mean? the fence line that says don't walk into the wildflowers to take a shot in the wildflowers. Yeah. Places. You know, that, that's what's against the rule. And that's right. where people shouldn't go off trail. And I completely agree yeah. that you should not. 100%. But whenever, I mean, you know, like I said to the place we're talking about, there isn't a trail. There's not a trail. There is no trail to it. And if you just say, well, don't go off trail. Then you're you, saying like, don't go in the woods and like, look, it's, these are just our woods. Yeah. I always joke around and say, well, leave your house because someone went off trail and built your house. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, exactly. However you believe the earth was created, like the trails weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the trails weren't there. Yeah. Every but, trail that is there is because somebody originally went off trail. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. okay. Don't walk through your yard. Yeah. Don't get off the sidewalk ever. Yeah, don't, don't drive on roads because yeah, roads are technically not trail. Yeah. But uh, no, like if we don't go off trail and we don't expose these spots, uh, even if we don't tell everybody where they're at, but if we don't find these spots, then we just have no leverage when these logging companies come in and just clear it out mm-hmm. and just destroy everything. Yeah, exactly. And that's a, that's, that's a real danger with this spot. So Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that was like, the, I always say it was the spot that put me on the map. Like, If anybody wants any information... On what is going on, go to kywaterfalls.com, yeah. and you'll be able to read all about it firsthand from the people that are actually involved. I'm not 100 percent involved. Or if anything you follow with- Ky Waterfalls on Instagram too, just at Ky Waterfalls mm-hmm. on his story every once in a while, like you can tell, like he is going to places and or not going to places, but going to um, like meetings, like. Mm-hmm. Trying to that's get what I'm saying. If you want to, the real information yeah. from a yeah. person that is involved, that's the place. It's not listening right. to my podcast. It, you know, yeah. if, if you want to do something to maybe help support, do stuff like that. If you want to help uh, these logging companies from ruining part of, uh, you know, our beautiful forest, yeah. um, that that is the place to go, and you will be able to get all your information yeah, right sure. there. So, um, so that's kind of how we met. We went out uh, after that. I just like, hey man, yeah. we should go out and shoot sometime. So we went out. We went to Princess Falls. Princess Falls, yeah. Down in Macquarie County, um, it was a pretty good, pretty that good was little hilarious, adventure. Yeah. My, 
I had shot a night shot that morning, or a night shot that morning. I'd shot a star shot that morning and had to crank my ISO up like 1600 or 3200 or something <laughs> Yo, like that. Get the princess balls. And we, I shot the whole day with Phil on ISO 3200. <laughs> and like, why are my pictures so bright? <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, man, my, I have, I have an adjustable ND filter that can literally black out my lenses. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I can, I cannot. Yeah. Like I was on like F22 yeah. and it was still like one. And it was funny like because a, like you you were doing it and it wasn't until like the end of the day. I the think. very end. Like and you were like, like man, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, let me, you know. And you, you actually said that I you, you before I said anything, you had realized it. But because whenever we got there, we kind of split. You know, I kind of yeah. went to shoot something and you were shooting something else. So I, I never was really around <laughs> you to be like, oh man, look, just what 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 are your settings at? Let me check them out. I was you know I wasn't there to like help out. To yeah. Like, oh dude, your ISO is just crazy high. Which you know it. Here's that, the thing. That's guys. what's funny. Like you know, we, we talked about this epic shot you took, and then like that's still kind yeah, of mistakes yeah, yeah. you'll make. That's the thing. <laughs> that's like, how new you are. So that's we, awesome, though. That's... Yeah. Like here's <laughs> here's the frustrations of being a new photographer. And by new photographer, the very first the very first time I ever had a camera is I bought a used Panasonic Lumix G7 uh, from Justin Walker, who runs Jaywalk Productions in Somerset, and uh, I think it was four days after Thanksgiving, so the end of November. Uh, I get the Pine Island Double Falls shot on um, December the 16th. So we're talking two weeks mm -hmm. is what I got that. But I didn't even keep that camera. I still have that camera, but like I shot with that camera for a week and was like, oh, I need a better camera. Yeah. So I, I went and got a Lumix G9, which is their their main photography camera. Uh, it's like the equivalent to a, a Canon, um, what is it, uh, Mark V or no. It's like the, I can't even remember what camera. It's like the equivalent of a Nikon D750 or a, um, what is the... The Canon 5 Mark IV, Mark II, or... Oh, the 4. Canon 5D. 5D, yeah. yeah this yeah. is how new I am, guys. I'm yeah. just like, uh, the Canon yeah. 5S And it's 4, in a, it's in a uh, what's... It's a micro four-thirds instead of a full-frame. Yeah, it's so like it's not a full-frame camera. It's a micro four-thirds, which I'll complain about here in a second. Then, like, <laughs> jump on the bandwagon and be like, micro four-thirds instead of full-frame. <laughs> like, it's a love-hate relationship. But, like, I got that... I got this epic shot, and... Uh, you know, two weeks into being a, a photographer, quote unquote, and then turned right around and went out with Phil. And, you know, I'm making rookie mistakes. Like <laughs> I'm shooting these waterfalls in broad daylight with ISO, you know, 3200, 1600. And then uh, that's just like, that's just what photography is sometimes. Like, yeah, especially I, when you're new. I mean, yeah, I I, I'm just so, I was so fresh and I still am yeah. so fresh that I'm just now getting to the point where like, it's just common knowledge. Like as soon as I get my camera out, it's like, all right, ISO, white balance. Uh, yeah. You know, what's my shutter at? What's what's my aperture at? And things like that. Uh -huh. And uh, like, yeah, eventually, like, I'm not saying I don't think about it, but eventually like, it's just second nature. It's just second nature even, to, you, you just, you know what roll you're it shooting. Up. You kind of, you kind of, you, yeah. you, you know what kind of depth of field you want to get. So you go there and then you <laughs> yeah. go to your shutter, you know, I mean, it just, yeah. Uh, which, you know, anytime, uh, you know, and on the opposite side of that, whenever I got started, we tried to do stuff like later in the day a lot and it got dark. I was terrified to, yeah. to you know, like I was, uh, we'd taken some photos of, of, of some people uh, later in the day 
I was terrified to take my ISO above like 400 because I thought it was just going to be grainy. Yeah, so like, and well, so, so I was the exact opposite. And now, like with with my camera, I mean, I'll just blast it up. There. I don't care what it takes. Yeah, you know, because you know, that's, yeah, listen, Photoshop uh, and Lightroom, their noise reduction is it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it's still going to get you're still going to get noise, but if somebody looks at your photo and you have a good composition, you know, it's it actually does have good lighting because of yeah. everything. And then they're like, oh, it's just. It's a little noisy. It's like, man, get out of here. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I shoot a lot of basketball games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indoors. The worst lighting in the world Terrible of basketball lighting. games. Especially like here locally, uh, the Somerset High School, their colors are gold. <laughs> and then you have a yellow floor with <laughs> everything is yellow <laughs> with LED lights that are 60 foot high. Yeah. So it's just it's hard to make their skin not yellow. It's you know, you have to shoot. At bare minimum, ISO thirty two hundred for mm-hmm. it not to come out pitch black, and that's me shooting with an an aperture of one point seven. So like I'm letting a lot of light in, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So like, but like my pictures come out like, mm-hmm. I mean people buy them from me, so they come out decent and they come out good. And I, I just take that grain out and post, and there's still grain in it. Yeah. Pixel peep all you want, like there's still grain yeah. in it, but it. Find a picture on a digital camera, especially a mirrorless camera, that doesn't have grain in it. Because that's just how the image is put together, is pixels. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially situations like that. Any any halfway low, unless you're just, you know, just have perfect lighting. Yeah. And, you know, on a tripod, you, you know, you can shoot really low ISO. Shoot, yeah. And it can, you know, you can take as long as exposure as you need to. And you can get, yeah. you know, whenever you get a super low ISO, you can get really crisp images. But that's... Uh, you know, I was just, like I said, it j- that was just kind of my beginner thing. Like, I was the exact opposite yeah. of using. You just don't want I, to touch it at I just, all. I was just like, cool. oh, man, I just need to leave it alone. I need to leave it at 100. Because yeah. you get up above that, it's not going to be clear. And I realized yeah. real quick that that's just not, you know. I, I, realized, I started, you know, watching YouTube videos and stuff. And I realized that professional photographers, they'll blast it up 6,400 yeah. at weddings. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're weddings. talking about something that you get one shot at. And these better be good. Professional yeah. photographers will shoot crazy high. So, but, yeah. you know, and they have good gear. Now. Now my first camera, I could not have done that, right? Because oh, it yeah. would have looked like a ham sandwich shot. My at first me. <laughs> camera, it it was just even you know its native ISO was four hundred, and it was still decently grainy. Mm-hmm. And and that's one thing like I'm not big on like oh you have to have all the best gear and things like that. It's obvious it, it's going to help though. Yeah, and, well, uh, it it helps with image quality some. It I, I, a Canon that, Rebel T six is not going to give you the one D Mark one. Yeah, yeah well, and, quality, you, and, know, and you like, have a. It, it will not make you a better photographer. It will give you better image quality. It will give you better image quality. But, <laughs> but and, and, you know, and we, I've, I've had this, I think I've had this conversation about gear on every part. Well, I'm, I try to because I want to talk about yeah. it. You know, it's something I enjoy talking. I like, I'm, I'm a gearhead with anything right. I get involved in. I like talking right. about it. But you know, th- there, is a, there, there is a breaking point every way. You know, there, you can. Uh, you know, and some people will be just as good with one as they would the other yeah. because that's just where they are as a photographer. Once you start, um, you know, if, if you, there, there's, there's certain, le- there, you know, there's levels to the game. Yeah. Like, like there is with anything. There's, yeah. there's no use to, I bought my equipment way too fast. I did not need a D850. I could have, right. you know, I took just as good of images probably. I mean, I'm a better photographer now because I've just been doing it longer. Yeah. But I still take terrible photos. It doesn't like the A50 doesn't help me take good photos. Yeah, it, it just makes image quality in the end a little. Here's better. what I tell everybody: just get what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your budget? That's my biggest thing. Yeah, just budget. Get, do some do some research. Yeah, that's like 
Like the only reason that I got my Lumix G9, the camera I shoot with now, is because all of my lenses mm -hmm. that I had with that first camera, mm -hmm. you know, I You've think I had three too. lenses, yeah. I could use on that camera too yeah. because of the Micro Four Thirds system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was on the, I was teeter-tottering between a 750 and between a 5D Mark IV. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I was like, you know, I'm going to have to invest so much more into more lens. The 5D Mark IV is still not cheap, but that's a $4,000 camera. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of you all are probably listening to this like, Wes, your camera that you have is not as expensive as that camera. I'm like, I understand, but that's the equivalent. It's just, it's at a lower price range, but mm -hmm. it's at the equivalent. And Panasonic's going to give you a cheaper option just because it's mirrorless and, and it's just... Panasonic is not Leica, you know, Leica is going to give you a better, a better camera, quote unquote, things like that. But I don't know, like I'm one of the only wildlife guys who shoot with Lumix that I know around here. Yeah. I don't know. You, you and Justin are the only guys I know yeah. that have Lumix. And that, uh, that's the influence I got is Justin. Yeah. You'd been, you worked with it, a Lumix too. Yeah. Like, as a videographer. Yeah. And I, I'm just here to tell you, like I'll throw shade all day long at this. The Panasonic <laughs> GH5 greater than a 730 Sony. Oh, like, <laughs> you heard it here first. Do not you send me hate mail. Do not <laughs> send Phil. No, but no. You message him. <laughs> but like, so I, I, I basically saw what the GH5 did with video mm -hmm. and my research was just the G9 is the GH5 rigged up for um, photos. Yeah. So like, you know, I did a lot of research, but it was just the best investment for me because I already had all these lenses yeah. that could just mount right up on that camera. So that's the camera I went with. Yeah, right. And at the end of the day, that's what I wanted. I'll promise you, I don't, I do not know this for a fact. I have not done a single test, but I know that I have used my 850 to do some video work. I promise you the Linux is better at video. And, and that's what the, it's the made image for. Quality, the, the, that's what the, Panasonic the video, has the, made those for. The video quality? Is fantastic. Yeah. If it's in focus, the Nikon yeah. autofocus system on video is the. I cannot believe you have to pay three thousand dollars for a camera that can't focus on someone's face. Right. And keep it in focus. Right. Like, it's absolutely insane to me. And that is why <laughs> Canon. Canon is superior their autofocus video. is yeah. just it's, like it is perfect. They, they have. I don't the, know how they. Sony's do it. just great. Their autofocus yeah. on the, Sony is silly. The. Girl who got me into photography uh, shoots with a Canon, and I think it's a 5D Mark IV, but she shoots with that, and she literally shoots like massive family shoots up Mackenzie. Mm. Uh, Phil follows her too. She's from New Mexico. She literally shoots like massive, like 20 family, like 20 member family shoots on autofocus, and I've never seen her take a picture out of focus. Mm -hmm. It's like that's how big of a beast Canon is at yeah. autofocus. Now, video-wise, Sony, I'm telling you, like, Sony is just... And I'm, I'm just joking about the GH5 and the a7 III, but, like, Sony, like, they just... I don't know what it is about Sony's, like, autofocus and their... They uh, use a different... Uh, their sensors kind of... Like, I can look at something done by a Sony and say, that's a Sony. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I can do yeah. that. but Or I don't know how people can do that. I can do that also. It's just something about the image quality. Mm -hmm. I love the image quality. Here's what I like about Lumix as far as video quality. For the longest time, Lumix was Lumix and Red were the only people who had 4K 60. Mm -hmm. and, you know, now almost yeah, most uh, most cameras do. But for the longest time, Panasonic was the only one who offered 4K 60. But I have I have a $1,600 camera that shoots 
6K. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. In, in vlog, like, yeah. you know, you can buy a vlog package for it, download it, and... Um, oh, is that like a separate upgrade for that? Yeah, so, okay. like... I, I don't know anything No, about so, like, my camera did not come out with a 6K mode. Uh, it has a, a 91 megapixel high-res mode. It didn't come out with that, but they do a firmware update that you know like i've downloaded it i just haven't bought vlog for my camera mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah and vlog is just this fancy it's it's a it's a portrait style like uh if you go in your camera and put in like you know you have natural standard uh some cameras have sin like d and sin like v uh, you can basically go in and edit your pictures before you even take them like desaturate now, them it does the i know i was i was looking at because i've i've been looking at video something different because yeah here i have a three thousand dollar camera but i can't shoot freaking video with it so i've been looking at other things to shoot video with and i was looking at lumix and i saw that they have a and i don't know if this is for video but i know they do this for their pictures is you can literally take a picture it can be out of focus you can refocus it yeah that's the silliest thing I've ever heard of. I didn't even know that was a thing. And yeah. nobody around here, like, nobody big really talks about Lumix. There's a, there is a couple of YouTubers, I think, that use it. But right. I'm sure that... Around, like, around here, at least for, like, what we do, with which is, like, wildlife stuff. And, like, you do a lot of, like, indoor, like, BMX, like, yeah, outdoor mountain love, biking. Like, yeah, I love to do, like, Like, your flow stuff. state visual stuff is, mm -hmm. like, you have done a really good job of not niching yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I want to do anything. Yeah, sh with that. shout out to people. If, if, don't niche yourself. <laughs> don't niche yourself. Well, and, unless you, and, I mean, it's a tough thing because that's what everybody that's the, that's the advice you will hear on YouTube is find a niche, do it. And I'm just like, yeah. I, man, I really like to be able to do whatever. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I could be wrong. I can never make enough. Yeah. You know, any money from it, but if that's what it costs, then that's what it costs. Because I don't want to just. Here's the thing. I don't care to do a wedding, but it's not all I want to do. Yeah. Here's the thing about niching yourself. Is like you're going to be pressured to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll get on my Instagram and every waterfall, not every waterfall picture, but every picture that is like blown up is a waterfall picture. Mm -hmm. uh, this morning I put a picture up of a train. It's not doing well at all, but I liked the picture. It's a good picture. It's, it's, it's my awesome. Instagram. It's, it's one of it's one of my favorite photos. Because I saw it and I was like, <laughs> you know this is I mean? dope. Yeah. Like, it's oh, what yeah. I wanted to take. Like, yeah. don't. Here's my. Here's why I say don't niche yourself. If you only like taking pictures of one thing, do that. Do what you want. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, if you want to take a picture of a bird and post it, who cares if it only gets four likes or who cares if it only gets half the likes you normally get? You like the picture. Post the picture. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, like, that's, uh, like, I do photography because I enjoy creating images and I enjoy putting together compositions and it, it's fun. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's just, yeah, I just just I don't know how we got onto the conversation about niching yourself, but yeah, but, I'm not even sure what the question was now. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Well, I brought up my bad guys. I brought up that Phil does like he shoots different things than just outdoor stuff. He shoots different things than just portraits, things like that. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gonna come in to play when you're like picking your gear and what you want. Yeah, because like. I mean, GoPros are awesome. GoPros have a purpose. GoPros also are shooting 4K now. Yeah, they, they have their place. Like, they have their place. But like, if you're wanting to do cinematic videos, don't get a GoPro. Yeah. You know. But yeah. here's the thing: you uh, want it for extra footage for a vlog, like you want something small you can throw in your pocket. That yeah. way you can get some 
cheap B-roll, you know, easily. But if you're gonna jump off a cliff, don't jump off a cliff with a $5,000 <laughs> red camera. Yeah, use, 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 use your, your GoPro. GoPro. Like everything has a first. So yeah, like, yeah, so sure. yeah, that, that's my whole thing. But uh, yeah, there's not a, I can't remember who put this up. I think it was uh, No Way Jose Photography. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where he's from. I just follow him on Instagram. I actually don't follow him up. Yeah. Check him out. And uh, he's doing a 52 week photo challenge right now if anyone's in, interested. But uh, different thing each week. But uh, he an he answered a, one, an Instagram question on a story, and the question was, "Is there any camera that I shouldn't get?" And his answer was like, "In 2020, there's almost not a bad camera." Oh, I mean, if, if you buy if you buy a camera now, I mean, well, now there no, and, and the, no, there's not the best camera you can have is the one that's in your hand. So like. I've, yeah, I, I'll die by that. Sometimes I'm gonna be out places and I'm not gonna have my camera with me. Yeah. Guess what I'll have? I have my cell phone. And even yeah. if it's just nothing else and just documenting it, I'll do it. I think the the third most successful picture on my Instagram was taken with an iPhone four, mm -hmm. and it, it was from California. It's just a, a mountain peak. Yeah. And I went in and like moodied it up, made the sky kind of bluish and like or like a deeper edited it blue. Just a little bit. Edited it just a little bit, threw it up and. Nobody knows it was taken on an iPhone, and that's all yeah. right. Yes, this will be pretty sure I'm batting a thousand percent right now on talking about iPhone shots, and because I've been asked the question, does it bother you whenever an iPhone shot performs better at a place than a photo you took with your nice camera? I'm like, no, it doesn't. It kind of baffles me, but I'm not mad well, about it. If if somebody goes out there and they take a photo with a camera, with a with a with an iPhone or a Samsung or whatever. And it performs better than what mine does. Well, first of all, you know, they may have more likes than me, whatever, you know, more right. followers. I mean, they may have more followers. Right. Than, you know, hopefully they do. I don't have that many. <laughs> but it's not their fault. Yeah. You know, it's not their fault that I can't take a better photo that performs right. better. You know, it's not. They took a great photo with an iPhone sometimes. I've, I've, I've seen a couple of incredible shots done with an iPhone. So yeah. It's Any not more a, like iPhones. It's a camera. Like the new iPhones are like. The new iPhone has more megapixels than my drone does. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> I don't know. Like, like yeah, and there's three cameras. In it's it such now, a right? funny conversation because like decades ago we were still cranking film, mm -hmm. you know, just it's not even crank. been that long, honestly. No, I mean, and film's like making this weird comeback too, and I don't have anything against it. I just find it interesting that people are getting back yeah. into film, but uh, the fact that you have a cellular device that can shoot what's the new iPhone? 18 megapixels or is it? Is that high? I don't know. Oh gosh. I don't, it might be. I'm not sure. It's insane I'm not, I'm not quality, sure. though. Yeah. Like, I watch videos that are shot with iPhones, and I'm like, well, this is nice video, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh, the, the commercials they... Uh, yeah. The newest ones they put up are shot with an iPhone. The first ones were not. They said they were, but they were totally shot with a DSLR. Yeah. Uh, I think... No, that might have been Samsung that got caught doing that. Oh, really? One of them... That's hilarious, actually. One of them had put up, and they were like... Somebody found the metadata and they're like, "This isn't with an this isn't with a S nine. <laughs> this is why you download all of your pictures and videos without the metadata. metadata. <laughs> then you can lie all you want. <laughs> and if you don't, you know, just realize that the uh, uh, developers for uh, Samsung don't know any better either. Yeah, so. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, um, that's basically like, that's basically how me and Phil met. Is just we got out and shot together, and. Uh, uh, me and Phil. Yeah, rolling really back to the original, yeah. original question was that's kind of how we. Me and Phil together. are this one and the same as like we're community over competition, and totally. like if he can help me, and he has helped me greatly, and if I can help him, then we're gonna try to do that. Oh no, you have. I mean, you got me. You got me out a few times, and got me. You actually 
uh, kind of got me fired up to go do some more because like right. I don't know seeing you go out and do stuff and like you're taking photos which is you know it's the middle of winter and you got your shoes off yeah <laughs> whenever, yeah whenever we went to Rock Island you were just like man my feet are soaked but I think I got the shot I wanted you know and yeah I don't even know if it turned out but like you, you're willing to go that extra mile and it, it, you know it's a little bit of I don't know if it's the the young you know you're you know I think it's just where I'm new that yeah. and like. Even though I'm even though I'm new to photography, I'm not new to trails. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a yeah, you've I'm been, an yeah. avid trail runner. Mm-hmm. Like all these places that like I'm pretty sure every now, place. Now is that kind of what got you started? Like just yeah, because like, that was gonna be my next question. I was met, like what 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 did get you started? Me getting in started in the first place doing. Me getting started was kind of like a whole lifelong just thing weird thing about photography. I used to always love those disposable cameras. The mm-hmm. Just the cr- you just crank that little scroll and uh, like I always used to take them, turn the flash on, mm-hmm. like charge the flash up, yeah. and always make that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then take a picture and slam it against my hand. I don't know if any of you all ever did that, but it would just you could make the camera flash without actually taking a picture if you just charge the flash up, hit it against your hand, and boom, it'll. Oh, okay, no, yeah, yeah. So I used to do that all the time, and like. But I found out it was taking pictures on film, and then you'd take a regular picture, and it would double over the film. Oh, okay. So you and had like, like a double exposure almost. Yeah, and I'm talking about when I was like six years old. I you was figured doing this that. out? Yeah, and yeah. I, like, that kind of got me into, like, always wanting, like, you know, I, I, we didn't have a lot growing up, so, like, those little 50-cent disposable cameras were, you know, mom could just get those, and... And like we take them on field trips and stuff like that. I'm sure I still have 15 rolls of a disposable film that need to need to be still developed. Need to be developed. You know, yeah. just because it costs more to develop them than it did to buy the, the entire camera. disposable camera. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what got me started on like photography. And then I didn't, you know, I got I got a cell phone in high school and would just take pictures like that. And then um, it took me about six years to finally buy a camera. And that sounds so crazy because, like, the amount of places I've been in six years, been to California, been to Vegas, been to New Mexico, been to Colorado, like, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a camera. Yeah. I just had my phone. And um, so, basically, I met my friend uh, Mackenzie from New Mexico. And, like I said, she's a portrait photographer, and this was last year. And, uh, like, basically just talking photographer talking photography with her, I was like, I feel like I just need to finally bite the bullet mm-hmm. and buy a camera. And out of nowhere, Justin Walker messages me. And I had asked him about the camera that he sold me like two years before. And I was like, well, I just don't want to spend that much money on a camera. And it was not that much money at all. Right. I was like, I just don't want to spend that much money on a camera. So like, here I am like talking with Mackenzie about photography and like looking at her photography and all this stuff. And, uh, Justin messaged me out of the blue and was like, hey, you still interested in buying that camera? And I was like, what the heck? I was like, yeah. that's so crazy because I'm literally looking at cameras. I bought that Lumix G7 uh, in the end of November of 2019. And I've just been literally wasting so much time taking pictures since. <laughs> so like, I, I literally credit uh, Mackenzie Ryan uh, from Hobbs, New Mexico, and Justin Walker from Somerset, Kentucky, for like pushing me into that uh, that uh, spot where I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try to be a photographer." Yeah, you know. And but the interesting thing was, is I run a lot of trail runs, like ultra marathons, 
And uh, a lot of the wildlife photographers here do those, like they do them on a smaller scale. And uh, Logan Hensley, Mike, I've talked about him several times. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he just uh, set a record, right? Uh, Some, yeah, he, 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 broke, he broke the course record for um, Van Hook Falls, Mike yeah. did. Yeah, and, pretty rad. Uh, yeah, it's, that's a hard course. Like if you've ever been to Van Hook Falls, it's just straight down yeah. and then straight back up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I ran the Moonbow the Moonbow 30K, which is a 18 and a half, 19 mile race at Cumberland Falls. And I was just going through the pictures that were posted that day. And I found Mike and he ran the 50K that day, which is 33 miles. And uh, so I just followed him. And Mike's Instagram is amazing. Oh, yeah, like yeah. all of the waterfalls that he goes to and that he's been to. And uh, I remember messaging him like, how do you make the waterfalls look like this? Because yeah. it's not just a, you know, all of my waterfall, most of my waterfall pictures are long exposures and I had no clue what that was. Uh, so yeah, those three, honestly, and Mike probably has no clue that that's yeah. what it was. But yeah, Mackenzie, Justin, and uh, Mike, just all three of those factors kind of morphed into me wanting to... yeah. To start taking pictures, and that's what got me started. Yeah, Mike has an incredible. Yeah, he just he is. I think he's on KY Waterfalls. You can go see how many people have found have submitted have submitted waterfalls Mm -hmm. that no one had submitted yet and weren't found. I think Mike's like number six on the list, so he's found the sixth most waterfalls in Kentucky. Yeah. So which is fascinating. Or yeah, or you know, he's the one that actually just got there, submitted them them to him. You know, but I mean. Still, kudos. That, that just he, shows he, he you does, how much he does, is going out. He does absolute and, great work. He's yeah. fantastic. Because, uh, I mean, he does a lot of, I mean, I don't think he tears the force, but like I would I would call it bushwhacking where you're just, you know, just dredging through. Crawling uh, through trees and, and, like, uh, covering your face from thorns and yeah. just trying to get to where you're. to take your backpack. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been out in certain places, and you really have to take your backpack off. You can't even get yeah. through it with your backpack on. Yeah. Like, it's Another uh, thing that's impressive about that is, like, you're not guaranteed to find a waterfall when you do what he does. Mm-mm. No. You're just walking creekways and waterways hoping you find yeah, a waterfall. Yeah, I think they, uh, what was the, the, there's something they use to. LIDAR? It's, yeah, it's like a yeah. topographical, it shows where water, or shows, you know, you can find waterways. You can find, and find waterways and then find the. Uh, the slope. The slope the elevation of it change or like whatever that. it's called in topography. I don't. Yeah. I'm not real sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then they just go look. That's literally, <laughs> I mean, that's literally what they, they do. Just is go they just look go at look it. like there's a chance there could be one, and then you know I've seen it where they're like, look, went out stomping around and found yeah. this today, and it'll just be incredible. Uh, were they the ones that found the one over it in Bowling Green? Oh, I have no clue. Around Mammoth Cave. Oh, that we were like, we got to go to this. Yeah, that was Brian Solomon. Yeah, so that's Brian, yeah, the that water, was, that's, waterfall hillbilly. Yeah, I will call silly, him waterfall hillbilly forever. Silly. Yeah, literally. Didn't even know it was, I mean, never never even seen a picture of it. So, I saw it. I mean, I'm sure he's not the first person to ever see it, but right. it's the first photo of it. I heard. saw it on the story, and then I was like, I almost sent it to Phil. I was like, <laughs> man, this is crazy. And then later that day, Phil was like, what is this? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it was, like, was what massive. Is <laughs> but, it's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's, it's off trail at Mammoth Cave, which yeah. is not a place that I would recommend be your first off trail adventure, because there's literally hundreds of... Hundreds of miles. Pits in the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's not exactly the safest place to go stomping around for your first <laughs> Not trip. at all. Especially in the fall, probably, whenever it's uh, leaves are on the ground everywhere and yeah. you know, just pitfalls, probably. Yeah, that's so true. Um, so, and then, so Justin 
did Justin reach out to you and you start working yeah. with him or what Justin, was uh, well, so, uh, my, my full-time job is, uh, I'm a senior pastor at a church out of County here, mm-hmm. but Casey County. And, uh, Justin was actually one of my, one of my kids that I was a counselor at church camp for Okay, like 10 yeah. years yeah, ago. You, yeah. You yeah. Like you 10 years that? ago. So, yeah. uh, like when I was fresh out of high school, Justin was like in middle school, maybe elementary school, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, he, he just slowly got into videography and talking about gear. He started off with an iPhone and an iPhone gimbal, like a 50 buck iPhone gimbal. He was telling me this the other day <laughs> and he got his first full-time client with an iPhone. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just from uh, putting yourself out just there, putting yourself out there and yeah. oh, uh, I can do that. I can probably do it with my iPhone. Yeah. yeah so um like uh just uh this this year uh this past summer he did a short film for that camp and um it, it was amazing short film and like we that was where I started talking to him about buying that camera and things like that mm-hmm. and um yeah so you know Justin kind of got Justin kind of got me into photography but also like I work part-time with him doing video doing yeah. videos for like uh we do a couple of the dealership videos around town yesterday we did a, a real estate yeah car uh, dealership real car dealerships yeah, yeah. real realtors things like that mm-hmm. and yeah so he got me into the video aspect of it uh i'm way more interested in photography than video but uh it's one hey, of the it's same no it's good to know one and the same yeah. I, I tell you it's uh a video is just a bunch of pictures <laughs> yeah so uh yeah and i mean you, you had said before we got started that uh, he's kind of been pushing you to try to do a vlog whenever you go out yeah, and do stuff. And like, yeah. I mean, I know you, you, you might, you know, feel like you haven't really done it long enough maybe or something right. to, to really feel like you but can. If you but if it's the orange vest mentality. Yeah. If you grab an orange vest and a walkie talkie, they will let you in anywhere. Yeah. If you just act <laughs> yeah. like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> I've, I've had a, I've had a real problem myself with, uh, cause eventually I want to do a vlog too myself. And you know, even with this podcast, I almost have like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I am I? And, yeah. Am I? And and I realize, you know, I kind of said it. If you listen to the introduction episode, like I'm, you know, I'm not very good at this shit, but I'm trying. Yeah. I'm I'm I want to become better at this, and I really want right. to sit down and have these conversations because, you know, here I am. I haven't been doing this very long, but I sit down and have a conversation with you about photography, and it teaches me something. Right. You know, even if it's not, even if it's not you specifically, with the actual camera or anything, it's perspective yeah. on things sometimes. And that's, I think the more that, you know, and the more that I can learn, the better it will be. And the, that's why that I want to put this out there. I always use Peter McKinnon, for example. Peter McKinnon probably has the biggest photography YouTube. I would say. Like, hands down. Yeah. Prob- and if it's not bigger in number, it's 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 much bigger in influence. I would say you'd be hard-pressed to find... He has find, over a million followers. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I don't know if he's the biggest, but he has a million followers. I think you'd so be hard-pressed to find a wildlife or a still-life photographer and a landscape photographer who hasn't been influenced by Peter McKinnon. Yeah. You know? And Peter, new, new. I yeah, new, new, yeah. And Peter McKinnon still has people who do his colors in his video, has colorists, mm-hmm. has location scouts, has people filming him, mm-hmm. has photographers with him. Like... If he can still glean things from people, then we're always going to be gleaning things from people. Always going to be learning things, yeah. and and you know I jokingly say the the orange the orange vest mentality, but that is the best way to learn is to just go do it and start trying to teach it. Because if there's anything 
like, uh, like I, I won't get religious at all here. If there's anything I've learned about like being a teaching pastor, mm-hmm. the me having to teach people things makes me learn it much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the same thing goes with photography. Like you trying to teach people how to do photography, you you have to know what you're doing if you're going to teach somebody. Yeah. And it almost it almost forges you by fire by putting you underneath somebody asks under you a question, the pressure. Like, I don't really know, but I'll find so it now, out. Now I've got to find out. Yeah. So and that's yeah. that's that's been me a little bit. I haven't had I haven't really sat down and like. Right. I haven't anybody just be like teach me how to do this. I mean, yeah. there's people I've helped out, you know, uh, with stuff, but <laughs> have a couple friends that you know have went out and I'm, you know, they ask me questions and I yeah. don't care a bit. But I also I come from the camp. If you can't explain something easily, then you don't really know. Yeah. You know, it, it should be That's most so things true. should be a super simple. And I'm inward looking enough. If I don't know, like, hey, I I don't really know a good way to explain. It doesn't. It's not that it doesn't make sense to me in my yeah. own head, but for me to spit it out will be very hard. I'll be like, hey, go watch this video by this guy. Yeah. That is a good, you know, he will teach you this much. Because sometimes it's complex. I understand that. But uh, they can explain things in layman's terms. And then whenever you ask, you know, I might be able to do that for some things. But then whenever somebody's like, yeah, but what if? That might be where it stumps me. So I'm just like, just go watch. That's like. Go watch this video. Me referring Zach Hamilton to you. Last night mm-hmm. on Instagram, like oh yeah, he'd ask about uh, what what's like, a very good uh, what's a good thing to plan sunsets, uh, sunrise, and stuff. And I was like, man, photo pills is it costs it, it costs a little bit of money. It's ten bucks. Yeah. And if you want to know where the sun's gonna be at certain locations, it's the absolute. And if it's low cloud, high cloud, whatever it is. And here's the thing, like I didn't know. Yeah. Like somebody asked me about that, and I I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. So like I was like you know I don't know but I just messaged a guy who's gonna message you like yeah. this guy does know you can learn this off of him and I think it's just yeah if I was gonna say if there if there's apps while we're talking about it uh, photo pills it's ten bucks it does cost a little money it's yeah. one time it's not yearly yeah it's one time um, if you pay nine ninety nine for Lightroom a month you can afford <laughs> you can one afford time for to, to figure out where things are yeah. and like it that's fantastic it also has a, a exposure calculator. By yeah. the way, if you add filters or anything, that's crazy. That's that's all. It's there's so much more than just what I, we're talking about. If you if you want to do astrophotography, PhotoPill is a, a must. Really, yeah. it's it's fantastic. And then uh, there's another one called Clear Outside, and it's it's actually an app out of the UK. So, but it will tell you low cloud, high cloud, all that stuff, okay, rain so possibilities. Uh, um, you know when the sun sets and rises, and I mean. It's fantastic. And it's, and it, you and said it's one, almost more accurate than our local weather. It is. For that's me, I, I have noticed For being that, out of the UK, that's insane. Yeah, it, it is. Um, when it, if it says that there's a 70% chance of rain at whatever time, you know, it's probably going to rain. Yeah. Like, it's very good. <laughs> if, it, it's, it's great on, like, frost, too. It'll, 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 like, little snow icons will pop up. Really? And there will be frost. There'll be, it shows you, it tells you when fog's going to be in the area. It tells you, um, I think there's, no, that's the other one. Sorry, there's another one. Will tell you like lightning strikes, so you can kind of see yeah. like how many lightning strikes are in there. I can't remember what the name of that one is. That one might be windy. I don't use that one very much, but um, but uh, clear outside and photo pills are. I mean, if I was going to recommend an app, I'm not like I said. I'm uh, I don't I don't consider myself to be a guru on anything. But right. They they have helped me, so maybe check them out. Um, sorry, what were we talking about? Got in. I got I sidetracked on apps. Uh, I've had too much coffee. I was like, oh, we got to talk about apps now. <laughs> Uh, how how I got my start? Yeah, um, and then um, yeah. Just, and then you were talking about uh, how that Justin had brought like, you in. Justin and... brought me in as a videographer, and like if you if you see my Instagram, it will say 
videographer or filmmaker and photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely more so a photographer. There's one video on my Instagram and it was a Christmas video I shot for the city here. Yeah. So, and it's like a 15 <laughs> second clip of it. Yeah. So, yeah, very cool. Um, so like what, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I kind of know the answer to this, but what kind what, what, ins- what inspires you? Like who or what are there, you know, are there people that have, uh, you know, I don't know if they're the YouTubers or they're, you know, is it just nature that inspires you? Yeah. Is it just, so, um, it's a pretty loose yeah, question. Sorry. Obviously, <laughs> obviously like I'm, I'm so biased on like, um, like creation and nature and like how I believe it got here and things like that. Yeah. But I, I find a lot of my inspiration from that just from like my belief in a Supreme being just made this. Uh-huh. Just boom, instantly made this. So like I I, fi- I find a lot of my inspiration from that, and then like I find a lot of I find a lot of it from just uh, I find it so fascinating. And you grew up here, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, like where we're at in central easternish southern Kentucky, like we're central <laughs> southeast <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, like something I found is that everybody wants to leave here. Mm-hmm. everybody wants to leave and get out and like I've been all over the world different countries I've been out west I've been up north I've been down south and I'm telling you Kentucky is one of the very few spots that just have it all mm-hmm. like it can be 70 degrees one day and then we'll have 10 inches of snow the next day and then it'll be 70 <laughs> degrees again the I'm next really day. hoping for some snow I'll just yeah it has not <laughs> snowed all year it is 63 degrees out in January right yeah, now as we're making this pocket but awful. you walk in your backyard and there's a natural arch you walk out in someone else's backyard and there's a 150 foot waterfall. Uh, you walk down the stream a little bit and there's cascades and then there's a lake and yeah. then we have Mammoth Cave, you know, the biggest cave I think in the world or something yeah, it's, like that. It's one of the yeah. biggest if it's not. Uh, and that kind well, of... Well, because there's so much of it unexplored too. Like they don't even know. Yeah, like, they haven't look, even... There's been... more, but we can't get to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that really inspires me that I've just been born in this state. I've lived in this state pretty much my whole life and like I just have... I've explored so much of it, but I haven't even like touched the surface of getting into it. And that really inspires me. Just, um, I got a DM one time that asked me what part, what part of, uh, Oregon I was from. I was (laughs) like, I'm not from Oregon. And it was just because of the waterfalls and the the landscape and the greens and things that we have here that people just thought because they were from Oregon and I was following them and our stuff looked like, where is this at? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's what I, that's what I pride myself on is like making Kentucky look like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, but, yeah. And you don't even have to try hard. Like Phil said earlier, you get down into these valleys and it's so green. Yeah. We, we have so... literal gorges here too. Just like anywhere. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, life just stays green down there. It's yeah. not, uh, and know. we're talking right now it's mid January, almost the end of January. Well, it's the 15th. So it is literally mid January mm-hmm. and I'm still able to take pictures and just greens everywhere. Moss, grasses, leaves are green. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, I mean, you know, up, up everywhere else, you know, we, we have, a uh, we don't have, I mean, we, we have a lot of evergreen stuff, but you know, most things are dead Yeah. or dormant, I guess is the better word, but you know, just super gray and brown and brown hard, to, but, and, but yeah. you go down in these gorges and I yep. mean, it just comes to life. There's all kinds yeah. of, and it happens quick. Like it, like everything's dead and brown and, just muddy and all this and then before you realize it like a half mile in you're like everything's green now yeah, everything's there's moss green. growing yeah. 
Yeah. Like, and it's just, that, that inspires me. Uh, another thing is, is like, I know I said like post what you want and don't pay attention to what other people like, but, uh, just like things that you post things that like the local guys around here, Mike, Max, Zach, um, Daniel up from Danville DSM photography, like everything that like, I see things that you all post and like, I want to go there. Like, I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Like mine and your fall state, um, or Fall Creek Creek Falls Falls State Park trip to Tennessee. Like, that was just something, like, you were like, yeah, I've been wanting to go there, and I've been like, me too. Yeah, I've been there a bunch, but I was just like, let's, you know, it's hey, there's really good rain coming in. What do you think? (laughs) And that stuff, we don't think about that stuff as being, like, inspiration, but that is definitely, like, one of those things. Yeah, we we made a heck of a trip because we got up, uh, I think we left Somerset by 4 o'clock, and then we got down there. Yeah, uh, I live 40 minutes or 35, 40 minutes from Phil, so I got up I left my house at 3 to get to his house at 4, and then we left at 4 to get to Fall Fall Creek State Park, or Fall Creek Falls. (laughs) And the gates were locked. And the gates were locked. (laughs) And we were like, you would we, have thought like, we drove the, back and forth like three times. You would have thought the world like, was ending because me and Phil were like, what are we gonna do? What are, what are, what are, what's next? Like, and it was so tough because the other places you can go because the water levels were so high, they were twice as hard to photograph. Cane Creek, uh, Cane Creek uh, Falls was super hard to photograph. Cane Creek you Cascades. couldn't go down the cable trail. You couldn't even went. It was so yeah. flooded, you wouldn't have been able to get to where you could actually see the water. I literally posted a video of Cane Creek Cascades, which is a very mild Cascade Falls. Like, it's just, yeah. you told me people walk out on top of it. Yeah. I posted a picture, I posted a video of it on my story, and people thought it was Cumberland Falls. Yeah, like just that, roaring. It was just roaring. It was roaring. We, we sat there and, like, tried to take pictures for, like, 35, 40 minutes, and we just looked at each other and was like... The last time I was at Fall Creek Falls, I, there was, uh, it was funny because I had, I woke up pretty early, woke up earlier than everybody else in camp, and... I told my wife, like, you got to get up. I've got to do this tomorrow morning. That's the only time. Because it was kind of been not the best uh, light the night right. before. So I was like, i got to get this in the morning. So I went back, made her get up with me, went up before sunrise and set up. <laughs> and as I'm sitting there in the middle of the – I was sitting on that rock I showed you that I was standing. I right. was sitting on that waiting for a little bit of light to pop off. Well, I hear something. Well, these kids come over the hill. And I say kids. They were, you know, they were probably 20. I, you know. I don't, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm an old man. So, um and, they, and it's funny because they don't see me. Well, they go down and they, they walk across the edge of the falls. They, they never see me. They go over there and they start smoking dope. And you've waited <laughs> and I'm, there I'm the just, whole time. I'm waiting there the whole time and I'm just like, man, they don't even know I'm here. And then all of a sudden I see them like, finally they notice me and they're just like, oh, they, they get all freaked out. And I was like, I don't really care. Just, right. You know, if you, <laughs> if just, you could move a little you, bit you just, for my picture. If you could just get out of my shot though, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> but I, mean, I was like, it's sunrise. Who, like, it's, uh, that's a wake and bake. My yeah, goodness, you walk down to a bake, you walk down to a waterfall to, <laughs> to wake and bake it. That are like I don't know. It was just funny. It was a pretty funny little experience. But that I was, we, I, mean, I was telling you like, hey, you know, people walk across this. That's because I, I mean, you yeah. really saw it in person. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, um, that I I just get inspiration from that, and um, I don't know. I'm kind of obsessive. Like I just want to be the best at everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything that I do, not the best. I don't want to. Be, it's not that I want to be better than everybody else. Like I want to be the best I can at it. Yeah. Like whether it's, whether it's church stuff, whether it's family stuff, whether it's photography, whether it's running, like I just have this mentality of like, I need to be the best I can. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to, I don't need to take this for granted. Like I, yeah. I want it's to be the best man, I can. It's a great you mentality. Know? I yeah. mean, really. I can tell it's, it's propelled you ahead of where you, a lot of people are. Yeah. Whenever I, they've only done this so long. I've, uh, 
like I, I jumped a learning curve and then like, you know, I go back underneath that learning curve every once in a while just because I am new and mm-hmm. most things. Yeah, that, that won't ever go away. I don't think. I don't yeah. Think. Most things in photography is just experience. But uh, yeah, I just. Uh, and conditions, you know, sometimes you get to a certain point and you just expect so much of yourself and you just realize that conditions uh, sometimes don't allow Us at Rock you. Island, yeah. the sun was literally just beaming down on us and yep. like one of the coolest places ever we were just there kind of a bad time of day yeah, bad time of day uh you know there's there's a lot there you can you know yeah. even i mean i told you i was like look i i know i took some shots but i'm not i'm not sharing those with anybody they're not very good you know i think Try. i got I got, I got one shot and then i actually had to reset my camera that day so oh, i thought yeah. i i somehow <laughs> something about me every time you go out yeah with me, something goofy some, happens. somehow i picked my camera up the wrong way and i flipped the switch on the front of my camera a very tiny switch and it would not allow me to take any longer than a half second exposure. I don't even know what setting that would be. Why? Why is that? A I setting? have no clue. And me, and you know, Phil has no. Phil didn't know anything about Lumix cameras. Yeah, if it, I'm a new photographer, so we're like trying to figure out what's going on. And I was like, the only thing I know to do is reset my camera. Just like, did you get it wet? Did you drop it when I wasn't? You know, I was just like, have you I, broke your camera? I reset my camera. It didn't fix it. Well, twenty minutes later. I'm like looking over my, my, my camera and like trying to figure out what buttons do what. And I, there's this little bitty switch and I flipped it and it fixed it. Yeah. I think it's shutter priority mode or something like that or, or yeah. auto shutter or something like that where it just wouldn't let it go. Well, here's, I shot that whole day. I was like, oh, I fixed it. I shot that whole day. I get home because I reset my camera. All of my pictures from that day were in JPEG and not raw. <laughs> so I go in to edit them and it just brings out all these pixels and it's real. Yeah. Yeah. ugly looking and it was just it's very hard to uh, uh you know jpegs like they're kind of already edited a little bit they're yeah not, you know it, it's hard to, you, you can't manipulate them quite as much as so conditions a play a lot in it like if you just don't know how to work your camera that's a bad <laughs> we'll, condition we'll, we'll <laughs> but that's like i said i don't even know i, I mean such a silly little i didn't so, even i don't even it might be a thing on, well, a, on an icon i just haven't had like to, i can uh, go in and program that that fl- that switch to do whatever i want but the thing was is i haven't programmed that switch to do anything you know i, I program my function buttons like my f1 f2 f3 and all that stuff but as far as um that i just like i said i didn't know what it was and i reset my camera trying to fix it and uh you know the basic things like what my display looked like and you know mm-hmm. my level uh, things like that, I put right back on, but I I didn't think to go in and change it from yeah. taking JPEGs to, back to raw, raw images. Yeah. So I didn't get very many, yeah. I didn't get very many pictures at all. But yeah, I went through a lot of the same, a lot yeah. of the same stuff. I mean, just different. The little, sun was know. just really harsh that it day, and yeah, <laughs> it, it just. Uh, but yeah, um, that that's what inspires me. Just other people, yeah, like seeing the shots they get, and it's like, oh, I'd like to go to those places and see if I can get a different shot of it, and yeah. A lot of my waterfall trips are me just standing around looking at places like trying to figure out like I don't wanna I don't wanna just get the same shot. Like I wanna get a different looking shot. I wanna get yeah. a different angle. I wanna get a different look and Yeah, I so. think uh I think it was this week you, you posted posted one of it was like just your legs and a waterfall. Oh, it's just it, it was, was cool. a waterfall that shot between between my legs and uh It's a cool shot. I mean it just you know That you was just, a shot that I wanted forever. But I have a micro four thirds camera, which has a two times crop factor. So a 10 millimeter is 20, a, is 20, 20 40. A 45 yeah. is 90, a 150 is 300, which is amazing because I, 
my 45 to 150 is actually 90 to 300 and it's a tiny lens yeah tiny little lens. it's not it's, a big it's not you've seen my 70 to 200 you're like yeah i pulled it out you're like good good and what? i was like oh this a, this little bitty three inch <laughs> lens a, reaches further than that yeah, exactly. but that's a shot that i wanted forever is like me standing closer in the composition like looking out mm-hmm at this waterfall and then the waterfall being between my legs and I finally found a waterfall composition that would work for that me, would yeah. work for me but it w- it was really hard to do because of that crop factor yeah because my wide angle lens is not a wide angle because it doubles the yeah. crop now do you see like do you see stuff maybe online and stuff and be like oh man I should do that and you like write that down sometimes or what yeah you just, so there's you have a good memory <laughs> there's a shot of this waterfall. you're young you probably have a good memory <laughs> there's a shot of this waterfall in Oregon um don't know what waterfall it is. Um, there's like a 18, 19 year old girl standing at the base of the waterfall half naked, but they put the, I hate that that's part of the picture because like if I shared, I'm a creep, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the camera, and I think it's a phone is like laying on the ground and she is the leading line of the waterfall. So like she's standing at the base of this 200 foot waterfall Yeah, and like it starts off at her ankle. And like you see her, she's the main subject of the picture. And then in the foreground, you just see this massive waterfall leading straight into the sky. Yeah. And I remember telling you, I wanted to do that at Fall Creek Falls. Yeah. I can't do that with a micro four thirds unless I get like a crazy low lens because it doubles the crop. Yeah. Unless you like stand on a ledge with it below you, maybe, you know. Yeah. So so you have to find the right spots. Yeah. So like. That's a very specific instance that I'm still waiting for the right waterfall to do that at. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a unquote, unquote, stolen shot. Like, I didn't come up with that composition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With I mean, it's hard to be 100% original in something that, I mean, everybody has a phone in their pocket. Like, if it's a new place, then yeah. it's real easy because it's a new place. But yeah. if it's a if it's a park or, or like, a very well-visited place, then it's just not... Uh, yeah. Well, and especially like we were saying... A lot of places you can't go off trail. There's only so many perspectives yeah. of things. You know, there's yeah. only so many places you can actually get to to even take a photo. That's something so. interesting about Fall Creek Falls is like people are still coming up with new perspectives there. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. you yeah. know, that's, it's, 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 that's, that's a great park. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I mean. I plan to go back when it's not, when the sun's not beaming down. Yeah, we, like, we had decent uh, conditions for Fall yeah. Creek Falls. Uh, you got an amazing shot of like the clouds rolling yeah, in was, before was, the sun came that's out. That's my favorite shot that I've taken of Fall Creek yeah. Falls. I, I, that came out pretty well. I, I, I dug that one quite a bit. There was, there's a little thing about that composition I could tweak a little, but right. it's it, probably just me. You know, people may right. not even see it. I don't that's know another that's another place over here, like in East Tennessee, that you'd think you were in Oregon. You'd think you were in Washington. Yeah, you'd think not, you were in Vancouver. Yeah, that, 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 that's nothing. It's a... A 256 foot double falls. Yeah, it's like, dope. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, and it's only a couple hours away from us, so that's yeah. Uh, it's, like it's I always said, East worth Tennessee. The, so yeah, it's always worth the drive. Rock Island is a just right down the road from us. Special. I mean, it comes out of the ground. Yeah, I don't even know. It is it is so unique that people like swear it's man made. Yeah, it's just a bunch of springs that come out of a hill, but it's not like your regular one hole spring. It's like a like a yeah. eighth mile long. <laughs> spring yeah that just flow it's just amazing yeah it's it's it is really it's it's incredible that's I, that's one of the i was just it's the most it's, that's probably the most unique waterfall i've i mean i mean i've seen niagara falls in person but yeah i don't 
<laughs> you know, as far as just, it, right. but this is you know, it just because it comes from underground, so that's a almost comes out of a. I mean, it has to be a underground tape. There's probably. <laughs> I'm probably saying this to people like, no, it's this. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, uh, you should uh, hashtag Rock Island to check it out because yeah. it's, uh, it's very cool. Um, that's, that's a great spot. And there's, it's not just that spot. You like, just walk down. There's a like, whole like section of waterfalls yeah, there that are just that are, rolling off the hill. That's actually a good one to go to whenever the water isn't crazy high because you can actually get down to the yeah. other levels of the, you know. There was pictures, stuff. like I have friends who have pictures of their dogs swimming at the base of the falls, but the day we went, like, oh, you'd, you'd get washed away and die. You'd die. <laughs> you'd yeah. Yeah. If you weren't in a boat, like a kayak, even if you were in a kayak, you might die there. Right. I don't know. If you weren't good. <laughs> That's why I was, because I was laughing because of the, uh, the Jacksons live right there. Yeah, the, the Jacksons own, literally the live right Jackson there. Kayak or right there. That's their backyard, basically. That's their playhouse. Yeah. So it's a, um, it's, it's definitely a, it's definitely a cool spot. The, uh, I've had a couple of cool experiences there. Like, I think I've talked about this the last podcast I recorded that, oh, and it was in my introduction. I'd actually, uh, my wife had asked me about, you know, I told her about adventure, you yeah. know, photography being one of my favorite action adventure type photography being one of my favorite things to do. And it was rock on that place is kind of where it started because I went there and there were kayakers just hucking it off one of those waterfalls. And I was <laughs> Massive like, waterfalls. I got to take photos of them and they came out good. And I was just like, man, this is awesome. Right. This would be really fun to do. So, and um, that's one of those things that you have to get first try. Like you can't say, oh, can you kayak back up the waterfall real yeah. quick? And like, well, uh, luckily they were they were actually sessioning it, so oh, they, they had actually tied a rope, and they would they, they had a, they had a rope tied up so they could climb up, and then they actually had a rope they were pulling their boats up with. Okay. So they would go off of it and mess around, and then they would that's hilarious. They would get out at the bank and then go back up. So if you've never uh, seen the Jacksons go off of some drops, you need to just YouTube Jackson kayaking and. Oh yeah, just yeah, just look just look here at locally. Dane. They've went off of Cumberland Falls, yeah, which Dane is Jackson. a small drop for them. Like yeah, it's, a, it's, it's actually really small. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's a, a big flow, but it's not as not far a, as high. high. They went off a yeah. way bigger stuff. Uh, it, it is it is a crazy big flow, but I mean they I mean well they've been all over the world. Yeah, I mean they've done uh, a little bit of everything. So, um, so yeah, that's the inspiration. That that's kind of I mean I kind of feel the same way. I'm yeah. I'm very much on you know I get inspired by people and their their work and. Seeing what, you know, a lot of local guys, I mean, I see stuff, you know, a lot of the places I've been have been because I've seen someone else take a photo there. Yeah. I'm like, I should go there because, um, and then usually whenever I, you know, go anywhere else, like, you know, out of town or out of state or anything like that, it's, I mean, it's usually, you know, I've found something that right. on Instagram and that somebody I follow or, uh, you know, uh, sometimes I just happen across stuff, you know, too, like you can just. You just look hashtag waterfall sometimes. You just yeah. look through them, like oh man, this is awesome. Where is it? Oh well, that's in New York. But you know what? <laughs> We're going. Yeah, well, you know, like this this year that was kind of what you know my, my wife had uh, fall break. Yeah, I was like, we don't have plans. Let's go to New York. Right. And went up there and went to one of the coolest gorges I've ever yeah. seen. So in the uh, so it it you know that that's a. Uh, that's good to hear that there's, I'm not just the only person that's inspired by other people. I'm sure yeah. most, I'm and sure most a lot these of people I've never inspired even met. by other people in other photography, but what is it? Like most of these people I've never even met. Yeah. Like, yeah, most people I've never met. Um, pretty much everyone that I've mentioned their name other than Justin and McKenzie, I've never met these people. Yeah. I talk to them all the time on Instagram. We live like an hour away, but I've just never met them, yeah. never got up with them. And they still, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a couple of guys locally, uh, uh, we're talking about Max. I've, I met Max once. Yeah. Uh, we, but we talk, you know. Right. We message back and forth. Uh, 
never met Mike. I've never, uh, you know, never been out with them. Uh, I mean, I want to sometime. I just, it's just yeah. kind of, you know, schedules are busy lives. Yeah. Busy lives. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. To, luckily, like me, me and you are just funny because we both kind of, you know, we can kind of link up a little bit easier because yeah, we you know, kind of make some, our own schedules. Like yeah. my schedule's just hearsay, like things happen and like, yeah, sometimes you're not going to be able to step away. Sometimes I'm not going to be like, like if, if you are, if you follow me on Instagram, like normally it's like action packed. Like I'm either <laughs> yeah, somewhere no, in the sto- morning yeah, your or somewhere are- in the evening and people are like, do you work? Do you have a job? I'm like, this is timing guys. Like yeah. I'm like out early in the morning I get back to the office or like I'm in the office early in the morning I get out in the evening time uh-huh. and this has been dead this past week. Cause like, it's just busy. Like yeah. I just can't get out. I just don't yeah. have time. And, and you're the same way, like a business owner, like there's mm-hmm. times that you have to be yeah. there, but there's also times you can sneak away and, yeah. And yeah, yeah. There was um, something came up. I had a, a piece of equipment go down, and I had to. I yeah. was actually supposed to go record a podcast, and uh, had a piece of equipment go down. So I was like, I'm. I really hate to cancel because I'm usually right. usually if I say I want to do something, I, I try my best, yeah. and that's how I make a living. So right. I have to. I have to do that. That's more. You know, that has priority over yeah. this podcast. You know, I, that's that's how I'm able to do this podcast yeah. in the first place. But with that said, like a lot of a lot of the photography I do is just on my way to work. Or on my way home, like that train picture I put up today, yeah. was just on the way through Danville, and it was really foggy. And I was like, That's "This train cool. switching, this rail switch, like looks really creepy." Yeah. Just literally drove like half a mile away from where I would have been going, walked out, took like five or six shots, got in the car, drove off. Yeah, looked at it this morning, edited it, and I was like, "Wow, turned this, out all right." This is cool. <laughs> now, lots of times I'm just like, "Wow, this is not turn out at all." Like we'll trash these, but I do that all. The time. I take my camera most places, and I don't know how many. Like, I'll just look out and be like, man, there might be a sunset. I'll just try to drive somewhere. And, you know, every now and then they come up good. But it's yeah. one of those, I think it's just the effort. Yeah. I mean, if you keep doing it. Right. Uh, you know, the, the it's kind of the. If you enjoy what you do. Just the rule do, of numbers. If you. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Even yeah. if I don't come up with something, it usually teaches me something. Yeah. I mean, it, it will it will show me. Yeah. You got to do a better. You just got to be out in better conditions or you've got to. Yeah. Uh, there's been times I've come out and thought that I had the uh, the image I want. And then get home and like, oh my yeah. gosh, what was I? Ugh, why wasn't I? Why yeah. didn't I just move one foot left or something? I had know? a sunset picture two nights ago, and uh, amazing sunset. I had like, uh, I know you don't. Was normally... it the sunset a couple few nights back? Yes, it was like the, the fire in the sky, sunset. like fire in the sky, <laughs> and it was like almost a turquoise color naturally up above it, and it was just like fiery, and then uh, it moved in, and then it was just like. Armageddon looking fire. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I went out, I, I took a picture and it like had like a, a pa- like, you know, the metal power line post. They're not posts, they're like uh, towers. Yeah. And I had one of those like offset. It was such an amazing composition, but I just didn't get enough foreground in it. So it's just like a little bitty sliver of ground and then a bunch of sky in yeah. it. You know, amazing sunset. I just didn't set the composition up well because I was driving on the side of the road. I was like, oh, let's get out, take a picture here. Yeah. Run and gunned it, and it didn't turn out. It didn't turn out, yeah. And, like, it stings because you never get, like, every That'll sunset's different. Again. Even if it's a good one, it won't be Every that sunset's one. different and yeah. uh, things like that. But Yeah. Yeah, I showed you the photo I took. I ran out, uh, went down to Cumberland Point. And right. I just, it's a really cool sunset, but it just wasn't much. That sunset, though, the one that you were talking about, <laughs> it was so bad. I had been here and I was I, I was behind on some work and I the podcast I had I had said earlier in the month I was gonna try to do it by the middle of the month so I was like I'm putting this out this week no matter what because I said I was going to 
So I sit over here and I was just busting my tail getting stuff edited and, you know, going through everything and having to re-listen to certain sections and making sure, because there was a couple I had to cut because I got interrupted once by somebody and needed right. to cut that out, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And I was just sitting over here. Well, I turn around and I mean, it is probably 15 minutes before sunset. I look out the back window here and I mean, it is on fire. And I was like, I never even knew it. Those I never of you even... all don't know, Phil lives like right above the lake. <laughs> yeah. So he has this epic like shot through these trees. At, yeah. At the yeah, that I don't have any photos of really because <laughs> I don't know why. I just, that I don't know. I just see it all the time. So I don't feel like, you know, like, right. I, I'll see it, you know. But it's it's really funny because I just, I was like, I have no time to get anywhere. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just sit on the back porch and check yeah. this out and with my own eyes. So, but it was, that was one of the best sunsets I've right. ever seen. It was in just my incredible. Life. It literally looked like the sky was on fire. Yeah. It was just the reds and the oranges and the yellows were just, it was good. Yeah. So, um, if somebody was just getting into it, somebody listening to this podcast and they're the, you know, I'm not sure if anybody's really listening to yet that, you know, may not know, right. you know, know us or not friends with or something like that on Instagram. If, if somebody's listening to this and they're, they're new, they're, you know, they're starting to get into photography. So they're just searching everything. They're trying to listen to podcasts. They happen to come across this. And you know, what, what kind of, I mean, you, I mean, I guess you'd probably still consider yourself kind of a beginner. I mean, yeah. I think you're above that already, but I'm just saying. You like know, on paper, you're I'm new definitely and, a beginner. On, on paper. On, on paper, I'm I just a caught on really I'm, quick I'm a complete and, beginner still. Yeah. I consider myself a beginner at this point still. I'm, I'm aspiring to be better. But what, what kind of, you know, is, is there, well, you know, what, is there a tip that you would give like to. Yeah. Not just, just one, just, you know, I mean, is there something that you wish that you would have done quicker that maybe it's good information? A lot of people ask me. And like, I, I know that somebody's probably going to listen to this and be like, that guy's really arrogant. But <laughs> a lot of people ask me, or a yeah, lot you've of already, pe- You've already shit on Sony, so don't feel yeah, bad. Go, go, go ahead. Like, you, 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 don't, you don't got that train rolling. <laughs> there's literally Hollywood movies that have been filmed with A7 III, and I'm just like, it's terrible. No, but, uh, but a lot of people are like really shook by how new I am because of the images I produce. And the one thing that has like helped me is I research, like I study photography. Like I don't just like, oh, here's a good spot, let's go there. Like I'm all the time reading, okay, here, obviously low aperture or like a low aperture number lets in more light. A high aperture number, like less light. But why does it do that? Like, study that stuff. Okay, okay, the reason that, like, F-22 is going to be darker than F-14 is because, you know, you're, you're closing in mm-hmm. and you're opening your, your sensor here. Or, or, okay, why does it look, why do waterfalls look different at, you know, one one-thousandth shutter than a four-second mm-hmm. exposure on your shutter? Why does it look, like, don't just say, oh, well, it just looks different. Figure out why it looks different. Mm-hmm. Why, why, oh, well, you're, you're actually taking a picture for two seconds, three seconds. And that's, that's why it's mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, studying what is ISO, you know, ISO is this unit of light measurement. It's this artificial light that your camera basically creates for you. Like study what that is. Don't just take it for granted. Like, oh, well, you know, high ISO number gives me more light and, uh, a low f-stop number gives me more light. Like, fi- study it, research it, figure out why. And when you're taking pictures, it'll make sense in your head. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like this came out, uh, you know, it's coming out really bright. And I, how do I fix it? Well, if you understand yeah. your exposure triangle. It's- yeah, like, 
okay, this came out really bright, but I like the flow of the waterfall. Mm -hmm. So I need to keep my shutter at this speed. At this speed. Yeah. So what else can I do? Okay, what's my ISO? My ISO is at 400, 200. Well, I can't really mess with that. Then you got to go to your aperture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if that doesn't fix it, then you have to go with external things like ND filters and, mm -hmm. and things like that. But yeah, that, that would be my one thing that like people ask me, you know, quote unquote, this is where I might get called arrogant, how I got so good so quick or mm -hmm. how I've been able to jump this learning curve. And it's literally, I just try to be the subject matter expert on everything. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I sit down, I read articles, uh, I read, you know, techniques, uh, like something so simple as the rule of thirds, like, you know, use that. Don't just think, well, you know, rule of thirds is so elementary. I don't know. Use it. No, it's what the best in the world use. Yeah. It's use absolutely it. what the best in the world, you know, use, yeah. and things like that. Uh, don't be shy to ask questions. Mm -hmm. I have a DM from a guy who, um, I went to high school with, uh, Zach Hill and, uh, I bug him to death <laughs> with quite, before I ever even had a camera. I used to ask him about things and like, see what he's wanting me to do or like, see not what he's wanting me to do, like, see how he did this, uh -huh. you know? And I asked him one day, I've always struggled with sunsets and sunrises. They always come out blown up or too dark. And I asked him, I said, you know, do you, uh, underexpose your pictures for sunsets and stuff like that. And he just taught me how to exposure bracket, yeah. you know, how to take five, three different pictures mm -hmm. at different exposures and, and yeah. bracket them together and put them together. And, you know, I said, you know, I'm sorry, I always bug you with questions and things like that. And he even messaged me. He said, he said, no, man, that's what I'm saying. It took me forever to figure out how to do these things. That's why I was glad you asked, yada, yada, yada. And yeah. he said, the fact that you're comfortable enough to ask people shows us that you actually care and that you're going to put in the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen, that's... The worst, the worst thing that could happen is if you ask someone is they don't tell you. Yeah. That's the worst. I mean, that's the worst thing they yeah. have. Cause when I had 10 Instagram followers, people, I'd ask people questions. They'd leave me on red. Yeah. They leave me. And you know what? It, I'm alive. I'm still taking pictures. Yeah. Some people like, would be a hundred percent okay with it. Like Phil put up a picture of his FJ one day. I said, dude, this is sick. He's like, thanks man. It was just a quick shot that I took, you know, it was foggy outside. I yeah. thought it looked cool. And then I just said, you know, if you want to, we'll have to get together sometime. Like yeah. I like your pictures. Yeah. I think it was a week later. He messages me at like eight in the morning. He's like, Hey, I got a free day. You want to go somewhere? Yeah. And then we hopped on at princess falls. Yeah. And then, you know, we've went and shot three or four times since then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and that's, I mean, that's, that's how you can build relationships with people, especially yeah. in your area. Usually, I mean, first of all, whenever you miss somebody about photography, it's you're starting the conversation with a like-minded yeah. idea or goal possibly in mind. And it's 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 the most open community yeah. that I've ever been a part and of. And I'll say this, reciprocate that. Yeah. If, if you're the one reaching out to people and they're giving you advice and things like that, when people do that with you, yeah. don't be give them advice yeah. like tell them or if you don't mm -hmm. know be like you know i asked this person this person taught me that things yeah. like that and it's a really it's it doesn't take any effort to just be decent <laughs> no like that's <laughs> yeah. you know just just leaving people on red just isn't the cool thing to do yeah. in photography yeah. like at least say you know i don't know yeah you know and that's my thing is just study like be a student of photography uh and i'm not saying go buy four thousand dollar photography schools, you know, yeah. or cinema schools or things like that. 
but at least like put in the effort. Like there's so many articles and like opinions. And if you don't agree with the opinion read, go find another one. Yeah. You know, or, or listen to everything they have to say and make sure that they're not wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to agree, but I think you should know both sides of a, right. you know, both sides of it sometimes. I, I think it's a very good thing to... <laughs> the age-old mirrorless versus DSLR. Yeah. Why is it like that? Why, get, you know? get, you, get you 10 articles and five will be for mirrorless and five will be for DSLR. Yeah. And you know, somebody's probably right and mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah, you don't have to. There's a lot of Both of, of us here, that, I have mirrorless. Phil has DSLR. Yeah. And you know what? Like the goal's we, still the same. Yeah. Good images and... So... You know. Just, yeah, just be a student of photography and then don't be afraid to ask people questions mm-hmm. because that's how you're going to learn is yeah. asking questions, Yeah, you know, and I'd much rather ask a human a question than Google. Yeah. Because you're going to be able to, to build rapport with somebody, build mm-hmm. a friendship. Maybe you just never know. Yeah, exactly. You, ne- you never know where that's going to go. Sometimes you, um, and you know, sometimes some of the people, uh, you know, that I've reached out to about it I mean, now, I mean talk all the time i mean yeah some some people that i haven't even met i, I consider you know friends because right. i feel like i could ask them anything now and yeah uh, it's um you know it's, it's it's part of the whole process i think too is you have you know you want to go see these places and you we were just saying you don't know where they're at but if you if you build this relationship yeah when the time comes you don't know where something is yeah then you say hey you know how can i get there like you know, they're probably not going to care to tell you because yeah. you 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 now have this, you know, you've built some sort of relationship. Here's what I'm going to go ahead and tell people: if you're wanting to like go to a waterfall that's off trail and you don't know where it's at, just post about three different stories, three different days about you complaining about people trashing trails, and we'll love you. Yeah, like we'll be like, all right, this is a good one. This, this guy's. Is, we'll tell them where anything's at. <laughs> like, this person's okay. Because <laughs> I I did that one time and I had like four people be like, you know, I'm really glad that you care about this stuff. And it was just something simple like at Dog School Branch Falls. Yeah. Somebody, like you could tell like three or four people were down there and they left their Starbucks everywhere. Yeah, it's like... And you know, like I literally just made a story of like pouring it out and like shaking my head. And ever since then, people have realized like that I actually care about the well-being. And I just noticed the other day, we were shooting a video out there. I just noticed the other day, I looked up and there's graffiti on the top level of Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, there's... there's And that's almost impossible to get to up there. Yeah. You got, but, you got to do some work to go yeah. mess that up. And it's just, uh, it's, it's a shame that we have a lot of those issues here in uh, Kentucky. It's everywhere, it's, it's, but it's just because they're off trail and they're not monitored. So we don't really. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, like Cumberland Falls, it's a it's a pretty rad place, but man, it's just trash. It's just trash. And that's it's, just because it's downstream. Yeah. And some someone upstream has thrown their trash yeah. out in the lake. I've and, made the joke forever. Like I've literally seen a refrigerator down there. And it's like, I mean. When we were at Who Rock Island, there, there was like a, a desk or something. Yeah. yeah like, like in how, all of my pictures you, at Rock Island, there's like go this, out of your way. There's this huge like metal school desk, like teacher desk, not like a student desk, oh, just yeah. floating around at just the bottom. Of, and it's like, how, what? well, we think it was a desk. It was a big metal we had, we had, box. Yeah, it was, it was a huge box or something. I don't, I don't exactly know what it was, but it was just like you have to go special effort to, to do yep. stuff like that. But um, yeah, that, that's. It usually, like I said, if somebody asks me where something is, it's if, if we haven't built any kind of relationship or anything online, yeah, I'm probably gonna right. I mean, I'll probably leave you on red. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like don't just if you, you know, don't just ask me where something is. Just you know, yeah, what, that's and you know, I try my hardest to reply to everybody, especially when like they're needing something. And I've found that if I don't tell people where things are at, they're normally okay with it. Like they, I give them, I give them the reason. You know, yeah. I just. I just don't know know you well enough, or yeah. or my favorite response is, "Hey man, where is this? 
Kentucky. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so, Southern Kentucky. Yeah. Or Daniel Boone National Forest. That's pretty. Yeah, that's six counties basically. <laughs> you know, so. But uh, yeah, so just be a student of photography and just keep learning and and just realize one bad day isn't the end of photography for you. Yeah. One bad week isn't the end of photography yeah. for you. Like you're gonna have them. And you're going to have those editing days. That's another thing. Abuse YouTube when it comes to editing. There, oh, there's, there's no excuse to not know like how to... like it, If you want to know how to do something, there's really no excuse anymore with YouTube. Mm-mm. Because like... Yeah, it's there, it's it's all in there. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's all. There, there's, there, I have paid for a few tutorials, and I right. did learn a few things from those, but... I bet if I just searched YouTube better, I could long have found enough it. and things I like that. I could have found the same thing. I will say this: like I don't own any presets, like I don't own any, and that's because of YouTube. I'm able to. It's not that I knew how to edit that; it's that I went to YouTube and how to edit moody pictures, how to get moody blues in your pictures, how to get moody greens in your pictures, or how to how to edit a sunset with radial filters or radiant mm-hmm. filters, you know, and things like that. And yeah. I just get on there and I study it and I, I figure it out. It's not that I'm just like some editing guru or some stuff. Like I just glean off of what other people have figured out. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the only, like I would say that from the tutorials that I've bought, the only things that I learned that I didn't know is because I honestly didn't know that they did it. Yeah. It was like one of those, it, it wasn't, was yeah, one of those yeah, it wasn't like a, um, like there's a, a Ryan Dyer. It's ridiculous. He re- yeah. The most ridiculous editor. And like you see this stuff, and you're like, how does he do this? And then whenever you see the process, it's like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even think that was a thing you could do. Yeah. Or you know, it, it I didn't even that realize I, that if you did that in that spot, it would look like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, I mean, he warps things. Yeah. To fit in places, and it's like, yeah. Oh, I didn't, right. I never even imagined that's what. But then you see the actual photo, and it's like. I mean, it pretty much looks like that. Yeah. But he just did a few things to make things stand out more. You know, like yeah. he'll he'll take two exposures and then he'll have a line in front of a mountain. He'll take another like telephoto shot of yeah. that mountain and he'll put the telephoto mountain on a you know a right. wide angle. Right. And it just makes it look bigger and closer and yeah. like taller and it's just like it almost makes weird. it look like it looks in person. Yeah. You know, like I just uh, I'm okay with chopping up uh, and when. Mackenzie listens to this, she's going to choke me out because like <laughs> I, I used to be big on don't butcher your pictures. Like that's yeah. cheating. Don't chop them up in Photoshop. Don't chop them up in Lightroom until I realized that your picture doesn't look like it looked like in real life. Mm-hmm. So by adding sun glares and adding, you know, adding a, a, a warp shot into a telephoto shot mm-hmm. and, and doing all that, you can create the illusion that it actually does look like that mm-hmm. because your regular picture does not do anything justice. Yeah. Like you're un- flat. It's very, yeah. yeah. And there's been pictures I've taken, like there's a off trail waterfall by Yahoo falls that almost nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a picture somewhere of me without my pants on getting in the water <laughs> to get the, like up to my chest. Like, yeah. um, and I took the picture and it was almost dark outside. And I took, like, it was almost, it was sunset. That's when I got that crazy red fire sunset mm-hmm. that later that night. And uh, I took the picture, you know, I got up, I dried off, I, I got back to the car, I, I transferred it from the SD card to my phone. And I was like, I don't even think I need to touch this. 
Like this captured it almost perfect. And I still went in and tinkered with it and like just just barely adjusted some things. Yeah. But you know, like I needed to do that to make it look like it actually looked like, especially with it being like real eerie and nighttimey and like, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. And, uh, but yeah, I used to be real against like chopping up your pictures, but go for it. Who the heck cares? Make, yeah. make the image what you want it to be. Yeah. I've, I've said, uh, I'm pretty sure in about every podcast, like it's, it's art, it's subjective. It, you, you can do whatever you want to, yep. you know, there's uh, a laugh. I was laughing about it yesterday that, you know, there's this photo out there that um, there's a, there's like this desert shot with the Milky Way and a waterfall and like, it's just obviously Photoshop, right? but it's done really well. And I was like, I mean, I can appreciate that somebody, yeah. they, first of all, they probably, they had to take all three of those shots at some different time and put them together. So and is it what out, I'm going to yeah. do? Probably not. Right. But like, I can, I mean, it's whatever. I don't know if, if, if somebody, if, if I can see a photo and I'm like, that's cool, whatever, yeah. I don't care how it got there. And that can be through, you know, some people have very photo, photo journalism style. Yeah. This is what, this is what it looked like. You know, yeah. maybe they, there's you know. literally nothing wrong with either ends. Mm -hmm. of, it's, it's art. Of that spectrum. Yeah. It's like saying you can only use certain kinds of paint or you're not a, you know, you can only paint on canvas. You can only, right. you know, it's anybody that speaks in absolutes. I just feel, eh, yeah, whatever. Like somebody thinks that's fine. Yeah. But. I have a picture of the, the bridge over uh, Caney Creek mm -hmm. on where the power plant is. Yeah. And I just pumped the turquoise to it. The water's turquoise, the sky's turquoise. I've never posted the picture. Yeah. I posted it on my story and like, there's a lot of people who didn't like it. There's a lot of people who liked it. And I was just fiddling around with it. You know, yeah. it, it did not look like that. Yeah. It, it did not look like that at, at all. all. Yeah. Uh, but I still like, that's just the direction I wanted to take that picture. It looks like nothing I've ever taken before. Yeah. It was just, I started piddling with it and that's where I got it. And I was like, this is pretty cool. This yeah. is obviously so photoshopped and worked with, but you know, yeah. it, it almost looks like something off the game halo because like everything's like this real deep blue turquoise color. And then you have that power plant out in the back with the lights right. yeah. and everything like that. And it is taking the broad daylight, you know? Yeah. But, uh, that was the picture that really taught me like, it's your picture. Make it yeah. what you want it to be. I mean, be. sometimes, you know, if I have a, a photo that I'm just like, I don't love it. Like those are the ones sometimes I'll just go play with. Like, yeah. Hey, let's see what, what kind of crazy stuff you can do yeah. in Photoshop and like learn, to, learn to play around, you know? There's pictures online that you could download the raw files to practice editing mm -hmm. with. And I've never done that, but like every time I talk about it, I want to go home and like just piddle with it. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to practice your editing, just go do that. Type in free raw images on Google and there'll be tons yeah, of websites you. where you can download a raw and you can just piddle with it. And it's people who don't copyright their images and just honestly like just want people to be better at it. Like they, they want to see people grow and become better editors right. and things like that. Yeah. And there's, uh, you know, a lot of times I, I think both of the, uh, a couple of tutor tutorials that I have bought, they, they give you the raw images along that yeah. way as they're editing it, yeah. you can edit right along with, and that's, that, that's genius. You know, that's, that's, that makes it so easy yeah. to, to really do. And, you know, some of it's really complex and sometimes it's like, Oh, I don't even know this much about Photoshop yet. Yeah. You know, Photoshop is, uh, it's a little daunting. Yeah. Uh, I don't use Photoshop. I'm over here talking about Photoshop. I have Photoshop on my laptop, but I haven't used it. Me and Phil were actually talking about this before the podcast. I was like, I may need one day for you to like show me how to do a couple of things on, yeah. on, on Photoshop. Yeah. And I would, I would love to, uh, cause I mean, I'm not a genius at it or anything, but I've definitely learned a few tips and tricks that, right. 
um, you know, they, they, they help. There's just little stuff that you can do to just enhance. Yep. Enhance. Because there were so many times I was just like, why can't, how does this, all of this person's photos look so like just dreamy and like ethereal yep. and stuff like that. And then you figure it out and it's like, oh, it's just two steps. It's, like really, somebody, it's really easy. Somebody took a picture of Dog, Dog Slaughter Falls and every single part of it was in focus. And yeah. I was like, I don't care what camera you have. Yeah. Everything in the foreground was in focus. Everything to the left and the right was in focus. The top, the bottom, mm-hmm. everything all the way back above the falls was in focus. Yeah. And like, I just messaged the guy. I was like, how in the world did you do this? And that's why I learned about focus, focus bracketing, yeah, focus yeah. merging yeah, and yeah. things like that. And I was like, what in yeah. the world? And then, you know, I was told you can only do it in uh, Photoshop, but you can actually do that in Lightroom. Photoshop's way better. Like I see yeah. people, but it doesn't ghost as much. It doesn't put halos around it or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, Photoshop does a very good job of. Um, and it keeps actually, it, there's a one. There's a you can put all your images together, highlight them, and just you can. Act, and it doesn't always do it perfect. Sometimes you still right. have to fix a couple of things. But uh, I've had a couple of images I haven't had to touch because yeah. I put them all in. You just go up to edit and go down to uh, uh, auto blend. Right. It'll it'll take every it, and it just yeah. goes by the sharpness. And right. It, just, it tries to put everything that is sharp in the photo. So nine times out of ten, computers are smarter than us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, so yeah, yeah. there's always nine, that one time where you have to adjust. Nine, nine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know they do they do mess up sometimes. You, oh you yeah. You still have to go through and figure out which one, which image needs to come through and how you need to blend it. Yeah. And stuff like that. it's 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 not perfect, but it. It does a good job for the most part, right. I think. Um, it, it, it for a while I was like, I'm just going to use Lightroom because it's I know how you know, and I got to where yeah. I can use Lightroom pretty good, and I could I could get a lot out of images with just Lightroom. And then I got to the point where like, okay, the next step is to start learning Photoshop. So yeah. I just spent hours and hours and hours right. on YouTube trying to figure it out. And then I would learn one little thing, and I would go do it for a day. Yeah, I would learn learn the next little thing, go try to do it for a yeah. day. Um, and it's it's a lot. It really yeah. is, it, and it can be a little bit overwhelming for sure. But um, that, that's the thing. Like, mo- if you follow me on Instagram, you know almost all my stuff's moody. Like, it, it has yeah, dark yeah, greens very- or dark blues or like the grays in it. Like, they're it's either foggy or it just looks like you're down in the pits somewhere and things like that. And that's literally what I did. I just typed in how to make your pictures moody. Yeah. And there were some tutorials that didn't work. There's some tutorials that I still like use the knowledge I got from it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's the thing. Like, I just like, like I just learned how to like, okay, what do I do with my greens to make them look like this? And then I practiced that, you know, like yeah. I just went out my, which I, I'm blessed to like live in the middle of a forest basically. Like just went out, <laughs> took some pictures of some green stuff, brought it back, like played with it. And like you said, like yeah. just learn this and master that and then learn this and master that. Like, yeah. and you're, you don't have to have great, perfect images to, to practice either. No, you can, like the take, very you can first walk picture, outside and take a picture of anything. The very first picture on my, um, the very first picture on my Instagram, was the very first picture I ever taken, and when I took the oh I'm on airplane mode, but uh-huh. the picture I took was so overexposed, like I had no clue what I was doing, uh-huh. and it was so overexposed, and like I just drug it in, and I was like following this YouTube tutorial how to fix my images and like all this stuff and. It came out and it doesn't even look like the sun is shining. It literally looks like it was like almost taken at dusk. And like, that's that's another thing. Peter McKinnon is huge on this and I'll steal it straight from him. Don't delete things in camera. Yeah. Get it into your computer and I mean, see if, if you can save it. I don't know. No, I Well, if there's that, a yeah. finger in front of your yeah, or picture. Like super or like, blurry or something. Or like somebody's face is yeah. like, 
knowing that then you can do things like that. Yeah. But like if it's a landscape and you're like, I don't like that. Yeah. Just save it. Just. There have been a couple that no joke. I was just like, I thought they were good when I was there. Yeah. I get them home, put them on the computer. And then I'm like, ugh, I don't like it. I come back a month later. And I'm like, oh wait, this will work. Let me yeah. do this. Yeah. And the uh, very first picture I ever got shared, um, the it was the picture from up top of Cumberland Falls, like from the Eagle Falls Trail. Mm-hmm. And like I just dark. It was really foggy that day. Just mm-hmm. kind of darkened it up. Made the greens look like really P and W like and like. And that was the first picture anybody had ever taken. And like you know, Lake Cumberland Tourism took that and shared it. And yeah. like. It was so awesome for that to happen, but I was so frustrated on trail because I was like, I can't get this shot. Yeah. Like every shot I've taken of this is bad. Yeah. And then I got home and like was just piddling with it. I was like, wow, this turned out decent. Yeah. Because if you know anything about Cumberland Falls, if it's a hard rain, you can't even hardly see the falls because of all the mist. Yeah. Yeah. And I got in there and just dehazed it just enough where you can see the waterfall perfectly. And I was like, man. (laughs) I'll tell you about the... I went to shoot the uh, the moon bow. <laughs> I had a polarizer on. Wow. And it just, I was like, I can see it with my eyes. Why can't I get it to show up in my camera? And I was like, oh, you have a polarizer on, you idiot. <laughs> You're literally taking the glare off. So. When you told me about that it was when we were at Rock Island, that humongous uh, yeah, the rainbow, rainbow was yeah. right there. And Phil was just like, uh, yeah, as long as you don't have a polarizer on your lens, you should <laughs> you be should, good. You should be able to see it. I was it. like, what are you even talking about? Why would I put that on there? And then he's, Yeah, I was like, well, because, you know, you never know. <laughs> you think polarizers is, I mean, and they, they do work. They do have their place. But yeah. uh, seeing seeing rainbows and reflections and things are, are not the place. It's literally it. made to not see that. <laughs> like, it's literally it's made the, to cut through the it's water. It's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Super helpful whenever they're when yeah. you use them in the right situations. Right. Man, I haven't, even, I haven't used any kind of front element filter for... The only, I, I I was super into it for a while and I loved it. I, I think it still has its place, but I just, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't, I just haven't. I, I, I use my ND filter and that's about it. And I don't even use that I, half the time. I have that big uh, 15 to 35. It has the big oh, bulb. It has a massive the, bulb on the front of it. And I, you can't just fit it easy. I have to yeah. buy like a whole system. And you I was probably like, have to buy rings to slide on there and put it outward. Well, yeah, there's, then, there's a thing that comes. You can put it on those. Yeah. And then you put the filters on that. And I'm just like, man, it's just so much more stuff yeah. to carry. I just, I've got to where, I don't know why. It's just, that's what I use a lot is my right. 15 to 30. And uh, I don't know why. I just, Right now, it's just kind of what I'm into, the big yeah. wide angle stuff. I just like making it look that way. And, right. Uh, yeah, I, I've on a, I'm on a big, decently wide angle. Of course, my 14 to 42 is actually 28 yeah. to 84. Yeah, you just need to learn to do some, uh, some pano, like panoramic stuff. That's like, one more half. You can make it. You can make that. You can make it into right. as wide as you want to. You know. So, yeah. Uh, it's pretty simple. Well, I mean, it's very yeah, simple process. Just photo honestly. merging. Yeah, just, photo merge it in Photoshop. Well, just and photo, it's just. It, it's a little. Yeah. But, Basically, I mean, make sure your tripod's level and right. Take two, you know, go through you know a third of the frame at the time at a time, and you can make it as wide as you want to. Right. Uh, um, it won't be quite as tall. You, you can you can do that though. You can do like one row, yeah, and then go up and do the next row, and you can merge them all together. I mean, it works. It's 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 kind of it's a little bit harder, a little bit more yeah. complicated than just photo merging. And, I'm gonna uh, try that now. Yeah. Yeah. So. You can make it. You can make some. You can. You can <laughs> yeah. take a two hundred millimeter, like a pano. That's it. Like, is this a two hundred millimeter wide angle? What is this? You can do it. It's not. It's not exactly easy, but it right. is possible. There's, you know, the technology is there to do it. I, I didn't know that till I watched right. the tutorial. I, I was like, oh, I didn't even. Of course, that's how you have to do this. Because yeah. I was like, how do you? 
how do they make all this work? You know, yeah. you know, there's something right in front of you that's like, it was like a flowers right in front of him. Like it was Ron Dyer and there's like flowers like right in front of him and just blown up in wide angle. What in the world? And then all of a sudden there's all these mountains that are, they look like they're far away, but they're also in your face. And I was just like, what? Yeah. That, those wide ang- I yeah. took a wide angle shot of um, one of the basketball players dunking the other night. That's cool. And, you know, I was like six foot from the, I was like six feet from the basketball goal, just really far down. Yeah. And I just took that shot and then, you know, put it in Lightroom and just warped it to where he, like, yeah. looked like really far away. Yeah. And, you know, it, that's, that's the only cool. way that I can get wide angle shots is I have to warp them outward to make it. Oh, to, to give it that feel. To of, give it to that yeah. feel because of my that's crop cool, sensor. That's a, that's a great. I mean, yeah, actually, some good yeah. If you have a micro Four Thirds camera, just go to perspective. I think it's called perspective in Lightroom, uh-huh. and uh, take the warp. Just warp it, and uh, now don't warp it too much because, like, it gets funky. Yeah. It gets funky. Well, if you have any lines, like that basketball goal, it had. Uh, let's see, it's called oh the geometry, not perspective, geometry, and then um, mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, it's distortion. Okay, yeah. Yeah, distortion. Yeah, so you actually take the like, lens distortion up more instead of decreasing it, which is... Yeah, you take it up. Yeah, which is yeah. cool. That's a, I mean, yeah. it's probably a neat trick, honestly. That's that's just what I had to do. To, I have that problem a little bit with distortion with... Uh, with just what I had angle. to do to... Oh, like, but it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah so you, you can see the, the floor in the bottom. You can see the little, floor, but, but if you have a wide angle, the floor is going to be kind of distorted. Yeah. The lines won't be, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I have that issue with my wide angle a little bit. I did those. I did some action shots of the bike park. Those yeah. guys riding and like a couple of times, like they were riding like manuals in front of me, and I was trying to take photos of them, and like their wheel would just get warped, real funky yeah. looking, you know. But it's what it is. It's a wide right. angle shot. People will realize it's just a fisheye lens, almost, you know. So right. I try not to worry about that too much. Um, so starting to wrap here, what does the future look like? What's the your, you know, I want to get better at more things than just waterfall. I know, I know, I'm the <laughs> I'm waterfall also a guy. one-trick pony. <laughs> yeah, I, I. When it comes to landscape, I, I feel like I can do other stuff. But when it comes to yeah. landscape, I just I'm just so comfortable shooting waterfalls. Like if you, like, let me just look at my feed right now. It's ninety nine point five percent of my stuff has a waterfall. Just waterfall it, so after waterfall after waterfall. But I've been switching it up like. Been uploading some of my California stuff from Mammoth Lakes. Um, I've been doing a lot of sunsets. Um, that the church picture with uh, there's a church in the foreground and this crazy red sky in the background. And then the nighttime picture of the tra- the the train tracks. I want to. I think I'll always be a moody photographer. Like I, that's just what I like that yeah. just pleases my Well, it's just what you like to look at. Too. Yeah, that's you what know, I'm saying. Like, it's just, yeah. even other people I follow, like, I like to see moodiness and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hashtag but, mood. Yeah. I laugh about it all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's cool for, you know, everybody loves it, so. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag moody will get a bunch of menopause pages to follow you. Oh, God. I have tons of menopause. <laughs> because, isn't it funny, but. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if I yeah. scream laughing into the mic. No right joke. Now. I have so many menopause uh, pages that follow me because I use hashtag moody, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag moody gram and things like that. All these mean pages. <laughs> yeah. all- it's just, it's crazy how. Oh man! Uh, I think one is evolution menopause. It's like a menopause. Uh, oh man! Let's see. <laughs> I'm sorry for being silent on. Uh, oh 
man. That is hilarious. See, I never even thought about that. See, I can't you even. You just hashtag menopause along with it now. That's. A... Oh, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I should probably do. I'll have to go to my, my followers to even find them. But, like, yeah. it's just. <laughs> yep, there it is. Uh... Uh, evolve menopause. <laughs> and it's literally. It says, hello and welcome to evolve. Uh... Yeah, Evolve Menopause Health Coaching for men and women who suffer from menopause and andropause. Oh, man. I can't. Like, this isn't me laughing at menopause. This no, we're is, not this, laughing at menopause. It's just the irony that we don't think about the hashtags we use, like yeah. hashtag moody. And, like, that's obviously something I that... I think it's funny that they hashtag moody. Like, I just... Yeah. Like, it's just... It's interesting. And that they follow me, even though I'm obviously... They obviously didn't look at your page. Or maybe, ob- maybe they think that Wes... Uh, maybe they just think you're a very manly-looking female that well, does, it says, does, does, uh, does waterfall. I did not know this, but it does <laughs> say, yes, men, you get menopause too. So maybe they maybe they think that's why I'm like... And again, I'm not making fun of them or anything like that. It's just interesting that because I use hashtag moody, every once in a while I'll pop up and I'll see them like my stuff and i just like, why are they liking my stuff? And then I finally got it. Yeah. I went to the, who they're following and they follow the hashtag moody and they follow moody grams. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's, yeah. but they started following me. Yeah. So that's you never funny. know who's going to follow you based off the <laughs> hashtags you use because it's, and again, not making fun of menopause because it's just a natural thing. No, it's thing just a natural thing. People but have to go it, through. But look, it's funny. It's funny if, that if you don't think it's funny, this might not be the podcast for you. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, I'm gonna have like a bunch of Christians who are like, he's not a pastor. He's, he's making a, fun, fun of people with menopause. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm not. not okay. Not at all. I'm laughing at them, but you don't I'm have not. to apologize. It's, you're, you haven't done anything wrong. But know. what's hilarious is like I am. I've I've kind of. I'm saying don't niche yourself, and I've kind of niched myself. But I, I think, look, like, moving forward, you're going to see a lot of more, like, mountain stuff. Because I have, like, not only that, but out west, like, I'll be going you have, to... You have some trips coming up, right? Yeah. yeah, so in two weeks, I'll be out in... Um, or a week and a half, I'll be out in Nebraska. Then I'll be in Kansas City. And Missouri has some waterfalls, so hopefully I can get out there to do... But I'm, I'm really wanting to do, like, where I'll be in Kansas City... Yeah. In St. Louis, I'm really wanting to do some, um, and Omaha. I keep forgetting Omaha is a bigger cityscape. They have some cityscape. Yeah. I'm really wanting to do some nighttime city stuff and uh, some daytime city stuff, and just uh, kind of just set up, explore some cities, and do and some more cityscape style stuff. Do some yeah. more cityscape style. It interests stuff me. I just, I just haven't done it. I don't know. That's I the just, thing. There's what we don't really have. Other than Louisville, we don't have skyscrapers like yes. Lexington uh, yeah, has I mean, one or go, two. You can go but Cincinnati and Cincinnati, uh, yeah. It's you know, it, it, there, there's there's yeah, Lexington well, has like I guess one. a little trip I have planned is Saturday. Me and uh, Jay Walker going to Cincinnati for a hockey game. Oh, cool! And uh, so we're, we're gonna go up there, huh? Do they have a team? Cyclones? I don't, I don't know. There's a business who's like wanting to meet with us. Oh, so, cool. yeah. so like no. they they have a suite at the yeah. Cincinnati Cyclones, maybe. Yeah. Is so, it a is it? I'm trying to. Th- I'm like, do they, do they have a hockey team? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Mate, I wonder if it's like double A or triple A or something. Whatever the equivalent is. I have I no clue. Maybe it's you know, not like even we, a hockey game. I don't like, know. You know, usually we, we used to have uh, uh, Kentucky Horsemen, the Arena League, the yes Arena League football team. Yeah. Well, no, like we had the, the Thoroughblades. Oh, the, you know, it was like yeah, the a, Thoroughblades, yeah, a farm team basically. I didn't know. Yeah. I, so could, we're gonna go up early to Cincinnati. I'll probably try to get some. Uh, 
some city shots there. Uh, after that, I'll probably try to stay a little bit. It being Saturday night, I have to be back early Sunday morning, but I may try to get some just, you know, just use the leading lines. Cities are really, yeah, they're. I mean, they're just photogenic because they're, they're symmetrical, symmetrical and yeah. things like that. Uh, I'm hoping to go visit um, some distilleries soon, like uh, Four Roses. That place just looks really aesthetic. Ryan Geist up in uh, Cincinnati, they have like that underground distillery tour. Yeah. I'd like to go get some shots of that. Yeah, see, I was wondering about um, how, how, any of those places you could actually go and actually do anything because I went to uh, Woodford Reserve. Yeah. And my sister had actually won Miss Woodford County. Okay. So we were like, it'd be really cool to do some photos there. So we go in and they were like, oh, yeah, you can't just walk around wherever you want. Really? And I was like, I mean, we'll pay for a tour or whatever. And they were like, yeah, you can't take a camera. And I was like, oh. I was no like, well, she, you know, I even tried to use like, well, she's Miss Woodford County. <laughs> like, you all gave her like a, you know. Like, I see people. I, I, just take... thought, I was just like, oh, this wouldn't be, you know, this would be cool. We'll go yeah. in the room with some barrels, take some photos. And I just thought it would be easier to do than it yeah, was. Yeah, me too. That makes me rethink this whole. You, you may want to contact thing. them to make sure. Yeah. You know, well, it's kind of like you your Mammoth trip. Cave trip. They're like, this isn't a photography tour, sir. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. no, and I, it was funny because I was like last in line and I was being nice and waiting until everybody got out of the way. And like, I was like, got down, took one photo, and the guy was like, okay, we got to go. And I was like, everybody else got to take a photo. Right. Like, you know, but yeah, <laughs> I was so trying to be nice. But Future plans that, uh, I think it's not official yet, but I'm going somewhere in the world with Overland Pioneers. Yeah. So they contacted me, want me to. They said they have a bunch of trips lined out, and they'll get up with. Yeah, me we and, should. Uh, if I'm, I think I'm going to try to do the court K O A R trip yeah, up to Upper, Upper Peninsula, Michigan. I'm going to try. Oh, my, yeah. That's that's the one I want to do with them because right. it looks dope. So. Yeah, I've, 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 I want, I've been trying to plan a trip to Upper Peninsula. But you for, went to Cahada Wilderness with them, right? Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That was an awesome trip. Uh, they have a good YouTube feed where they documents those trips. Oh yeah, if, if you're listening, you like Overland Pioneers. Yeah. Uh, Overland Pioneers, Revere Overland, they both have great YouTubes. Uh, Forge Overland dude was there. He has yeah. an awesome Instagram. Just type in Overland, and most of the time, yeah. people who put Overland in their name have some, <laughs> so, some, some pretty cool stuff. But yeah, no, but. so that, um, I go every year to Mammoth Lakes, California, um, which is a big, you know, like Olympic Training Center, big uh, mm-hmm. bunch of 14ers out there, or several 14ers, maybe not a bunch. But uh, so this first year, I'll have a camera out there other than my phone. So I'm really. Excited about Looking for you know some of the high altitude lakes and uh, like Valentine Lake and uh, Twin Lakes. They just you know Mammoth Lakes is called Mammoth Lakes because of all of their lakes they have out mm-hmm. there. So stuff like that. Oh, so, so Mammoth Lakes is just like a region. Basically. Oh yeah, Mammoth. Yeah, okay. It's it's a city. Mammoth Lakes is a city, mm-hmm. and it's almost like the city in hot top hot hot tub, tub time, time machine. machine. Yeah. You know how it's like a touristy city. That's yeah. how everything is there. But, you know, in your backyard, there's big 14,000-foot mountains just right in front of you. And then, you know, you drive down to Bishop, you're in high desert. So, like, there's just so much to see out there. And the stars are incredible out there because you're four miles into the sky. You know what I mean? Basically, you're three or four miles into the sky. and So, that's that's what I have on the agenda now, which sounds – you know, I sat – I was like, man, I don't have very many trips planned. But that sounds really busy, so – yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, it. Like California, it. maybe Upper Peninsula. Yeah, like I don't have much, but Nebraska. I got this and this and this. And, and then yeah. at some point, I'm going to try to sneak in that New Mexico trip to White Sands. Yeah. So, which that's a definite, but it's just, I'm not sure when. Yeah. have to research the best time to go do that. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the future looks like some more travel, trying to expand on 
what yeah. you know, and then and also trying to expand on things you do shoot. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Sure. Let's uh, uh, let's tell everybody your all your handles. Oh yeah. I'll make sure to do that in the pregame too. Come here, bud. Sorry. My uh, sorry, there's a dog here, and I yeah, have to yeah. pet him. Yeah, Chauncey is trying to be on the podcast. So there. Okay, so <laughs> my photography Instagram is Westworks Media. W e s w o r k s m e d i a. Westworks Media. My personal, which is just pictures of me, is at decorated underscore dust. Like decorated mm-hmm. dust. Uh, I have a Facebook page, just Westworks Media. And um, yeah, my TikTok is Westworks Media. Yeah, I just don't put forget up, the TikTok. Yeah, don't, don't forget, forget the TikTok. The, it's actually a really good thing to follow because you can see all your like little Yeah, you can you, see you all my. Stuff, I so. turn all of my adventures and travels into little 60 second videos. So yeah. in the next two weeks, you should get one of me going to Omaha and then leaving Omaha, going to Kansas City. And um, yeah, so. Believe it or not, that's my big. I have thousands of TikTok followers. I, I have more TikTok <laughs> followers than Instagram followers combined. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Westworks Media and Decorated underscore Dust, and then um, that should find me anywhere. Okay, cool. And then you can follow me, or you can friend me on Facebook at Wesley Russell. Yeah. Uh, but I don't post anything. I just post yeah. And my if pictures. you're if you're listening to this and you uh, you 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 know you check his stuff out and you know you're halfway local and. Uh, you know, feel free. To, I mean, I would I would reach out to Wes. He's yeah, super just, super easy to talk to. I, I mean, make my own schedule. Was. So yeah. like, if you want to get out with me and things like that, then it's pretty easy. Yeah, us. You can I mean, reach out to either one of us, and yeah. we can set something up sometime and go out and do something. So if that's something that you are looking to do or looking to get into, and you're you know, if you're really new to it, or even doing it forever, and you're like, hey, I just want to go out with some different people. Feel right. free to reach out to either one of us. I, I mean, I hate to speak for you, but. I feel like you're pretty yeah. pretty easy to get along with, and you're you're willing to answer questions and and take right. people out and go do stuff with somebody. So, but uh, anyway, Wes, it's been great talking to you, man. Good deal. We will do it again. Uh, maybe after you go on a big trip, and maybe the Mammoth Lakes. Yeah, that'd be a good whenever, trip. Whenever you get back, you know, maybe you have some stories to tell. And yeah, that's the, kind of the plan of this is to get people on, get people to know them, oh, kind yeah. of do something like this, and then that way in the future, if you have some something come up, you've done something cool, come back on and talk about it, the whole For experience, sure. like you know, everything about it. But anyway, appreciate it. This is us signing off. See you next time.